0: Alvin, you've disgraced me for the last time. <laughs>
1: it's just like Gary Cooper, huh? Uh, I think the cartoon just started. <laughs>
2: Hey there, and welcome to Acme Podcast Incorporated. This week, I'm your host, Laser J, and with me, as always, is my Texan brother from down under. It's Kaiju Emperor. What's up? Are well, we have, are we working at the docks? What's the
0: what's the gimmick with the? What you
2: ain't never heard a fucking New York accent before, huh?
0: Oh yeah, we're from New York. Yeah. nah, no, you're no, you
2: from Texas. What do you fucking know? Ah, fuck that's right. Yeah, you so, are from, that is that's right. You are from New York. I'm from Jersey, but well, I mean, yeah, literally every yeah. other person in my family is a New Yorker with a couple exception being some second cousins, but yeah. Man, sorry for your loss. <laughs> uh Yeah, no. Uh God, okay. There's nothing th- th- there's three things I always think of when I think about New York.
1: Mhm.
2: It's the Ramones, Spider Man, and TMNT.
0: Yeah, uh,
2: at least from childhood. Uh, l- later in life, really can't help but think about Grandmaster Flash and Africa Bombada and yeah. a lot of the I early hip hop think...
0: too. But yeah, early hip hop scene. Yeah, for sure. We say is two white guys.
2: I... Uh... Yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm... Yeah, I still listen to hip hop. I'm just yeah, not. I know. Just, I'm, I'm also yeah. the whitest fucking asshole you'll meet, but mm-hmm. uh, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but
0: um, we're back, everybody.
2: Yeah, we're back. Uh, season three. Uh, season three. Yeah. A whole new us. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let let's uh before we get to TMNT though. How's your... How how you been?
0: Um, other than family nonsense, uh, pretty okay. Uh... actually have had time to watch actually a decent amount of stuff. Honestly. Alright, well, um, well, keep in mind we got quite a bit to do in upkeep, oh, so... I'm gonna keep... I'm not gonna talk too much about the live-action stuff I watched. I'm mostly just gonna go over animated stuff, and I don't really have okay. too much to say. Okay. About the animated stuff, anyway. Um, mainly I've been browse every few days. I've been browsing what movies are free with ads on YouTube.
3: Yeah, it's always and-
0: fun. Yeah, it's always fun. A uh, Clue. Fucking yeah, Clue. And uh, we got to. I got together a bunch of friends and we watched the Clue movie. Um, and some of them had never seen it, so that was a fun time. Yeah. Uh, if you, And by the way, if any of you have never seen the Clue movie with Tim Curry, you should. It's hilarious.
2: Yeah, that's a good fucking movie, there. To...
0: Yeah. I also, on there was, I watched Fargo
2: for the first time. Hmm. It
0: was weird because it was the TV edit. And I'm like, why?
2: The Truman is on there. Everyone should go watch The Truman Show. That's a yeah, good fucking Show. movie.
0: Yeah, The Truman Show is on there. The Mask and other Jim Carrey movies on there.
2: Yeah, but, like...
0: You should watch The Truman Show, though.
2: The, the Truman Show's, like, an actual good movie. The Mask, I love, because I was a kid, and I I loved The Mask. But The Truman Show is, like, a whoa movie. I, if you haven't seen it.
0: I'm, I'm of the... This is my opinion. I think the funniest Jim Carrey movie is Liar Liar. This is my yeah, opinion. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I, I can see why you'd make that argument. It's
0: the one I quote the most honestly um and then there was also some documentaries on there uh we watched i'd seen it before but none of my friends is in it we watched jiro dreams of sushi which is about the world's greatest sushi chef
2: yeah yeah I, i've seen bits of that i've never seen it all the way through but i'm i'm ooh, galaxy quest is on there
0: yeah galaxy was fucking tim allen and uh what's yep. his name Alan Rickman, yeah, and Sigourney Weaver for
2: fuck's yeah, sake. I oh mean, yeah,
0: Sigourney Weaver is in
2: that. I mean, fuck Tim Allen, but that's a good fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, fuck Tim Allen. It's a funny movie. Big Trouble in Little China. hmm. Uh, Shaolin Soccer.
0: Yeah, the Grandmaster.
2: The Grandmaster, yeah. Uh,
0: I wish the Reese protector. Was. We got. Pre- <laughs> two. We have the protector 2 is on there but not the protector 1, which is a. Yeah. yeah. Uh the other one a documentary I watched was the biggest bet. I believe the guy the 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 one who knew too much or whatever how it's called, the one about the uh, the guy who memorized all the prices on the prices, right? Yeah, I
2: know. Yeah, I know who you mean.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was a documentary about him.
2: I have seen a little bit of that one. That yeah.
0: Yeah. Um that's as far as like live action non-animation things go. Gator.
2: Gator's on there. God, Gator. And Hot Rod. Hot Rod's just a fucking fantastic comedy. Convoy's on there too. Convoy. Hell
0: yeah. Convoy. It's not the best Trucker movie but it's up there.
2: Yeah. Cheech
0: and is the, the
2: Corsican Brothers.
0: Yeah, Smoking the Bandit's the best Trucker movie.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, but, um... Uh,
2: the Adventures of Tintin is very good. And it's, like, the yeah. freakiest... The CG, it, it does kind of get that, uh... uh Uncanny Valley thing at some yeah. point. But I just fucking love Tintin so much that I can deal with it for this movie. Should we...
0: We should talk about that movie, and we should talk about it with another, like, movie that was adapted from, like, a French comic or something.
2: Yeah, or we could do it with the actual like animated series. Oh yeah, what... the actual
0: animated Ten Ten show. Yeah, yeah. we could do that too. That makes yeah. more sense actually. But um as far as animation goes, yeah. I watched the first 4 episodes of Dragon Ghost House Hunting.
2: Yeah, okay. What you think?
0: Um it's it's okay. It's it's like it's like yeah, this is clearly a gag manga that was like stretched out to be an anime. Yeah which is fine it works because they don't have I put they're not afraid to just cut the episode in half into two different stories and and not you know oh yeah. have one particular storyline overstay its welcome it's like it feels like they took two parts of the gag manga and split it into like two halves and made them into a all cohesive whole that kind of like they just kind of strained together
2: interesting that is kind of uh, how the the manga is too though yeah um, it's, it's not
0: super, super funny. It's mostly just charming. And yeah. like It's, uh, when it, when it tries to be wholesome, it's actually really nice. I wish it would, I try, wish it stopped trying to, like, be funny and just tried to be wholesome.
2: Yeah, that, that is kind of the feeling I got reading it too, honestly. Like, yeah. When just... it was
0: just a slice of life thing about the dragon hanging out with other monsters and like seeing how they live in their houses, that's the most interesting that's when it's the most interesting. Yeah. Like when he was in the whale and he's just hanging out with that fish guy.
2: Yeah. Did you get to the uh the haunted mansion yet or the haunted Yeah, castle? Yeah, the the yeah. the with the zombies and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And no, the, the, was...
0: the the Wraith guy, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Uh the Wraith guy was voiced by I forget his name. I always forget the VA's name, but fucking uh, bastard priest Kotomine. Okay. From yeah. fate. From fate. Yeah. He's in a lot of stuff. I just don't. It, it's I just that's who I always associate him with.
2: But um, I'm yeah. sorry. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm yeah. still looking through the uh the YouTube free movies. Yeah, yeah. And there's a western with the stupidest fucking name that I have to watch it. What Billy that? Two Hats. Fuck! <laughs> I gotta watch that
0: now. <laughs> Billy Two Hats. Billy Two. I'll I'll send you the link. Holy shit! That sounds great. Oh.
2: Uh, uh, Billy Two Hats. Billy Two. Hats. Billy Two Hats. It looks. It, I think it might be like a shitty Chuck Norris Western or something, but Billy Fucking Two Hats.
0: Billy Two Hats. <laughs> what a fucking <laughs> dumb. Oh my god. Uh, I'm sorry, go on. This town ain't big enough for you and
2: my two hats. (laughs) This scalp ain't big enough for both of these.
0: The movie's just about these two hats fighting over Billy's affection.
2: Okay, but what if one hat's normal size and the other
0: one's tiny and underneath it? Oh yeah. It's like No, wait, hold on. The hat is Billy's superpower and it like shoots for him. It's like a ratatouille situation. (laughs) And then we get to we get to a scene near the end where the bad guy's like, "Now nah, I've got you, rat I want you, he shoots off the big hat and the little tinier hat is under it with a fucking coach gun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh Billy fucking goddamn two hats.
0: Billy two I uh, love it. Oh mm. fuck. Anyway. Anyway. We're all yeah. This is no. We're we're off to a great start. Yeah. Ooh, the, the Great Escape. Um, yeah, yeah, The we had Great Escape. Good. I think one over the. I think one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Might be on there too.
2: That's a classic.
0: That's very classic. Anyway, yeah. um, the only other animated thing I checked out, I watched the first three episodes
2: of Bad Batch. Ah, uh, Yeah, I I I've been watching that too. Yeah, I haven't watched all of it yet.
0: Uh, I haven't watched four or five. I watched okay. the first three.
2: I'm
0: up the, the, to o- date. The, yeah. the one, the one hour opener and the the next two episodes. Yeah. This this is what I want out of a, out of Star Wars right now. This.
2: Yeah. It it's uh it's real good. Um. I don't know how. Uh, how are you enjoying it? Considering you haven't really watched Clone Wars. Uh, I've watched.
0: Enough Clone Wars to, like, know, like, I knew who Cutter, I knew Cutter and uh, his wife, I knew about them, and I knew about, I knew about Clone Force 99, I knew of them, and I knew about Echo, and, basically, I've seen every single episode that focused on the Troopers.
2: Okay, okay.
0: Because I always thought those were the most interesting anyway.
2: Absolutely, without a doubt.
0: Yeah, I've seen every single episode that had to that focused on the troopers or worse from the perspective of the troopers.
2: Good. Good. That that that's the most important stuff. That there's some stuff, you know, if you want to see some Mandalorian stuff, there's some good stuff there. If you want to see some good uh questioning the Jedi order stuff, there's some good stuff there too. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um
0: yeah, I'm enjoying um <clears throat> I'm enjoying Bad Batch so far d bradley baker is fucking killing it
2: (laughs) yeah uh that that man is yeah like he has to play every every single clone yeah and he he's been killing it for the entire length of the clone wars (laughs) yeah basically like man that man must be making a lot of money
0: right now probably Uh, yeah because if, I don't know if they pay him based on how many roles he's doing or just the amount of material, but like, holy shit, I hope he's getting paid well.
2: Yeah, I have especially, a feeling, sorry, go on. Especially because
0: of the dude, the nature of Bad Batch, where he not only has to play all these clones, but he has to make them all sound distinct and different. Yeah. Now, what were you going to say?
2: I was just going to say, uh... oh, fuck, it left me. Oh wow! Well. Oh, I I could see them if they ever wanted to do something later on that involved uh, Boba Fett in an animated sense. I could see them going and getting Tamora Morrison just because he, they have him unlocked for Mandalorian and his live action show. Uh, I'm kind of
0: but- surprised they never tried to do some sort of series about Django before Episode Two.
2: Yeah, I am too. There is comics. There's, I mean, there's always comics. There's also novels. the video game. Yeah, there's also uh, the video game. Yeah.
0: Bounty Hunter is good.
2: Yeah. I played a, a little. I, I That was a game that I always tried to rent, but it was always out. Yeah. So you knew it was good. That's how I know it's good. I've never played it because I it's could never game. fucking rent it.
0: <laughs> we can always emulate it now.
2: Yeah, I think it's also on Steam for, like, three or four bucks.
0: I mean, for. yeah, if it's on Steam for, like, that, like, yeah, just fucking,
2: yeah, get, play it on Steam. Yeah, I just haven't felt the urge. Uh, the, the only Star Wars game I really play with any regularity anymore is fucking Pod Racer.
0: <laughs> now this is Pod Racing. Yeah. But, yeah, Bad Batch is very good. If any of y'all haven't seen it, should. Yeah, it it is really good. Um It's only gonna be sixteen episodes. For now. From yeah, for now. We might there might be more. I mean, but you know what? I would be okay with it just being sixteen episodes and it having a concise and like perfectly fine story. I,
2: I could you know? see the end I could see the plot involved here being wrapped up in sixteen mm-hmm. episodes. Yeah. But I could also see them uh, just like giving it the ending where it's like, and they went on and did mercenary shit until they died. And you have another who knows how long of them doing mercenary shit that you could commercialize, you know? Yeah,
0: this is true. I just feel like it doesn't need it. You know? Yeah.
2: It, I, I always want more a team. I, I don't,
0: I'm very much of the opinion, like, I, we've been over this before, like, I want, so I would rather something end and have a good ending than, le- and leave me wanting more than for something to go on forever and just be a, some of them beating a dead horse.
2: Okay, so, I also feel that way. There's a lot of things where, like, okay, good example is, uh, Mighty Ducks Game Changers just ended this week. Uh, there's no reason it needs a season two. Mm-hmm. I I don't feel a need for it to continue. I want more sports stories, but there'll always be no more like there there'll be other hockey shows, other hockey movies, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't have to be Mighty Ducks specifically, but like that 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 ended and it was really good, and it doesn't need a season two because the story's wrapped up neat and tight. Yeah, I, I do have one question about the Mighty Duck show. All right, just just let me finish my a point, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But Bad Batch could end in such a way where it, it's not really an ending. Where, you know, as long as they make a good next plot season that's wrapped up in the next season. Yeah. I'd keep watching. Mm-hmm. Because uh, they don't have to have... Like, they don't have to join up with the Rebellion or whatever and then get tied up in all that. They could just be, you know, this is the... I don't want that. Yeah, this is the mercenary adventure for this season. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. And I could watch that, you know, four or five seasons of it.
0: Yeah, and I want them to run into characters from the, the other parts of the universe. Like, I'd rather... I'd love for them to run into fucking Cad Bane. You know or whoever, right? I think Cad Bane
2: died, didn't he? Did he? Does he die in Clone Wars? I th- I'm not 100% sure of that. I'm gonna look that up real quick.
0: Uh... Spoiler, for, spoiler for Clone Wars, I guess. Does Cad Bane is dead?
2: There's a legacy part.
0: There's probably comics about him that aren't canon anymore.
2: Uh, well, I'm only looking at the uh, the canon part of his Wikipedia page, not Wikipedia of his Wikipedia page because they have the canon <laughs> and then the legends. Yeah. Uh, no, he he's not dead. Uh, okay. But it doesn't really say yeah okay uh the last thing that he was known for was passing uh plans of the jedi temple to someone else for a hefty sum of money but
0: mhm yeah yeah but um my important question about mighty ducks sure so do they do they do they beat dragonus or
2: no they never beat dragonis
0: damn didn't get to beat tim curry for no. those by the way for those who don't know what i'm talking about i'm talking about the, the mighty cartoon. the mighty ducks cartoon <laughs> ah. yeah. anyway that's 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 my week
2: well i mean if fucking you know drake mallard couldn't fucking do it yeah. It a fucking Drake wild Mallard wing and 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 slap and uh nose dive
3: and
2: orange and grin and and Mallory. Mallory, yeah, you got it. Mallory, you got and it. And Tanya. Tanya. I was about to call her Midwestern mother stereotype. Uh, uh yeah, Tanya, if they couldn't fucking do it, what do you think a bunch of 13 year olds from Minnesota could do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this isn't the Red Dawn situation. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Muddy Ducks is very good, though. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean, I'm, game change. You have no attachment to it except for the cartoon. So, Yeah,
0: no, I've never seen the fucking Jamie Foxx movies. Jamie Fox, Isn't that who's in that? No. Who the fuck is in that? Emilio Estevez.
2: Oh. See, so that's how that tells you how much I know about Mighty Ducks. Yeah. It? Jeez. Kenan Thompson's in the second and third one. Uh, Huh. I think Whack. one of the kids who shows up in the second one goes on to be a Power Ranger. Hmm. Or he might have been in... He might have been in like Hey Dude or something. I can't remember shit. I'm gonna look this up now. Oh, he was also the voice of Max Goof in a Goofy movie, hmm. and he was cool. Mush in Newsies, and Steve in Rent. Ah, uh, Rent. And he was also Jack in Jack and Daxter. Oh. But only oh. uh, but only the precursor legacy.
0: Yeah, because um, he doesn't really talk in the first one.
2: Yeah, he just, ah! ah, yeah,
0: he he links, he links, he links, and then then they had him talk in, in two and three.
2: Yeah, he had a different voice. Uh, yeah, he was Lundy in Step by Step. He was not in Power Rangers. I was mistaken.
0: But anyway, that's
2: yeah. Sorry. Oh, he was that's Miguel nice. in Scooby Doo and the Ghoul School. <laughs> All right portman everybody the bash brother sorry mm-hmm. uh that is what what, what else you got oh uh, no that's it okay uh what did i watch what did i watch um bird girl continued there was some new craig of the creek episodes marvel's modok the stop motion uh modok series on who the robot
0: the robot chicken-esque
2: show uh well i mean it's done by the robot chicken studio um yeah. uh because if you're doing stop motion on tv they're who you go to nowadays Fair uh, enough. if you're doing movie you get laika but tv mm-hmm. you get seth green uh that was fun i liked it
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh it was like 10 episodes i think oh okay I might have to check it out. Yeah, ten episodes. It, it's definitely a comedy. Um, well, yeah,
0: I, I saw the trailer. I'm like, yeah, this is exactly what I expected.
2: Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, watched it all in one day, though. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Duncanville came back. Uh, that continues to be the halfway point between uh Bob's Burgers and Family Guy.
0: I really, okay, this is just a sidebar. I'm really tired of adult animated shows trying to look like Family Guy slash The Simpsons slash Futurama.
2: Yeah, it, it looks like that, but it has more of the spirit of Bob's Burgers. It does, but it's like, even
0: Bob's Burgers, like, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm tired of adult animated shows all kind of looking the same.
2: Is yeah, what I'm I I don't blame you. Uh, it's always going to happen though because the the West just doesn't take animation seriously, plain and simple. Yeah. Uh, except the animators, the animators do, but studios the animators don't do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, Duncanville isn't uh like an animation studio led. Th- it it it's not like uh you know. It's not like a Craig of the Creek or Amphibia or whatever, where it's like a pitch from an animator. This was, uh, I I don't know this for certain, but if I had to guess, this was Amy Poehler thinking, I should do a cartoon. Yeah. Because she is both the main character, Duncan, and Duncan's mom. Hmm. Uh, and Rashida Jones is Duncan's romantic interest. Uh, for that uh, a reunion from Parks and Rec. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Duncanville is perfectly fun. It it it's uh, you know, they they bicker, but they love each other. Okay. It it's like not like there's no shut up Meg joke. It's just yeah. uh, Everyone else hates them. They love each other. But there's mm. also sibling rivalry stuff. As siblings tend to be. Yeah, and also, you know, teenage rebellion. But it's like, oh, it always ends on like a... I'm sorry I said fuck you kind of way. Like a, I yeah. genuinely regret saying fuck you, dad.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh
2: That's Which nice. is the plot of the most recent episode.
1: <laughs> That's nice.
2: Yeah. Uh... But yeah, that that's it for that. I'm trying to remember what there there was something else. Um oh I I, deci- I I did uh one of my usual watch the uh, big chain together playlist of uh eighties cartoon openings. Hmm. And I decided to check out one called Galaxy High. I've heard of it. Uh I've only watched the first episode Mm-hmm. Uh, with full intention to keep watching, just haven't gone around to it. The first episode is beautifully animated.
0: Yeah, a lot of '80s cartoons, like, it's like for some reason, there's just like one or two episodes, especially the first episode. It's like, oh wow, budget, and then the rest of the show is like, what's yeah. what's a what budget? What's a fucking budget?
2: Yeah, so that that that's why I wanted to specifically say, um, the first episode was beautifully animated. Uh, mm-hmm. I have no fucking clue about the rest of it. Uh, um, yeah, but, yeah, it, it's, uh, it looks like it'll be fun.
1: Um, uh, mm-hmm.
2: other than that, uh, nothing I'm really ready to talk about, so let's get into upkeep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, all we've got Amphi- this week is Amphibia. Yep. Amphibia. Uh, yep. Be- before we get to True Colors, we still have to catch up with the dinner and Battle the Bands.
0: Yeah, these two episodes were literally just because Sasha's back. We need some Sasha episodes.
2: Yeah. Which, uh, they were nice. Yeah. Bottle episode for the dinner. Uh, The the stress of having to host people you don't know too good. That, that's a sitcom classic.
0: I, okay. I honestly think Grimes kind of kills it in both of these episodes.
2: Yes. Grimes <laughs> Grime's quickly becoming my favorite character. He's kind of great in both of these. Yeah. Um. He's a piece of shit, but he's also fucking hilarious.
0: I love it. I love it.
2: Yeah. And, uh,
0: it was just nice seeing the continuing, like, I was worried that the tension was kind of gonna be gone after we did the third temple. Yeah. No, no, no. We still got but you got shit to work out. Yeah, there's baggage. A lot of there, baggage. that baggage. hasn't been unpacked. Yeah. And I like that Anne is trying to like, whoa, hey, that's not cool, man. And Marcy, when we find out later why, but Marcy's like, no, no, let's let's avoid the baggage. Let's just yeah. toss out the suit. Let's just toss out the suitcase.
2: Yeah. It's all good, but no, like, it's not. That,
0: it's not. It's not okay, Marcy. But we'll get yeah. we'll get to that.
2: Battle of um, the bands, we get into Sasha being a bit of a control, the uh, you know control freak stuff, and confrontation over that.
0: I like how, out of all people, it was Toadie.
2: Yeah, all, all the characters. It makes sense when you think about it. This is true, uh, because she, she enjoys an antagonistic relationship where she controls, right? Yeah, like that that's kind of cl- she likes. Hanging out with Anne. Because Anne will fight back a little.
0: She doesn't like a doormat. Yeah. Which is interesting.
2: Yeah. Some people thrive on conflict. Like, that, that. that's not a... I don't mean that, like, necessarily in a toxic way. Like, they don't, like, thrive off making other people's life hard. But they, they need the back and forth.
0: They don't want people to just agree with everything they say.
2: Yeah. I can relate with that. Uh, to okay. a degree.
0: Yeah, to a degree. Yeah, because uh, if you agreed on everything, what would be the point of having a conversation?
2: Yeah. Uh, I I don't like... I don't really enjoy arguing as like a basis of a friendship, but mm-hmm. in the terms of an analytical conversation, it has to be the groundwork argument.
0: Yeah. I like having friendly debates when it's about things that don't actually matter.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I have no desire to recreate the horrible news TV show Crossfire in my living room on a daily basis. But Mm. I'll bicker with someone about cartoons. Sure, that sounds. I mean,
0: yeah, it's kind of this whole show, really. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, Also, the song was really good
2: at the end of this episode.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. Is
0: it just two fun episodes? Not also,
2: you say. know, uh, the girl's song was also nice.
0: Yeah. But the real performance is Grimes. What are we doing yeah. here? Yeah. An ode to nature. <laughs> His beautiful harp playing. I love God. it. That did not see that bit coming, nope. actually. Nope.
2: Oh, man. He's uh, He's a warrior poet your that, poet, that that it, he's officially entered my uh pantheon of warrior poet characters, which I place him next to Dinobot and Black War Greymon. Yeah,
0: yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, Black War Greymon is uh, a warrior poet in that he writes. He has not discovered poetry
2: yet, but if you no. gave him, if if you gave him a book of poetry he'd be like
0: oh i like this what is life what is existence
2: i guess you could say he's more of a warrior philosopher but the the whole thing with black or graymon
0: is that black or graymon is trying to examine something really deep but the show won't let him get cerebral enough for it to actually matter so it's very very surface level
2: also, they they do his entire kind of story way better the next season with on. Basically, yeah. But anyway, uh,
0: okay, True Colors.
2: True Colors. Goddamn. Where Fuckin the fuck out. do I even start with this? Oh. Uh, on the lighter note. I knew Polly would get her legs at the end of this season. Well, yeah, because we hinted at it early on in the season, right? Yeah, we we knew it.
0: Yeah, fuck the legs. We knew it. That was the, and also they were setting it up early in the actual episode.
2: Yeah, with her butt itching. Yeah,
0: the butt itching. (sighs) there's. Hmm. Now you got spoiled on the twist. Before yeah,
2: you I, I, that that that's what pushed me to watch it right then and there. I was like, well, I don't want to get I, the the part that I got spoiled was, uh, I saw the new opening for the new season oh, on Twitter. Fuck, yeah, Man. so I was like, oh, but there were so many other twists that didn't get spoiled mm-hmm. that I. In hindsight, I call that not so much a spoiler as I call it the, um, I got two classifications for spoilers, right? There, There's yeah. the type of thing that's like, I want it to be in the trailer, even though it's like technically a spoiler, but it's also the thing that gets you hype to see it in the first place. Yeah. It's like the, show me how it gets there. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. And then there's just the giving away the plot. Spoiler. Yeah, the plot twists or whatever. Yeah. Uh did, did I classified this one in hindsight more as the show me how we got there. Because I going into this, I was like almost positive this was gonna be a Gravity Falls 2 and done. Mm-hmm. Um I I like I I wasn't a hundred percent positive of that, but I was like I was preparing myself for it. Yeah, no, but it seems like we're just getting started, buddy. Oh yeah. Big time. Because Anne and the Planters are in Anne's world now. And everybody oh. else is still in Amphibia. Oh boy! Like,
0: you, you do realize we're going to have the dual narrative of Sasha and Anne.
3: Oh the, yeah. The,
0: the two worlds. And then, yeah. We got A plot is Anne with the Planters. B plot is Sasha.
2: With the toads, yeah.
0: With the toads. And the rest of Amphibia.
2: Yeah. Fuck, dude. I have a feeling. Uh, with Sasha. Will probably be the new Night Lady because she didn't quite see the the Night Lady. I can't. I can never remember her name. Oh, the General. The General. Yeah, her and also the Newt Lady. By the way, those two lesbians. Oh yeah. Uh, I I've seen the fan arts that Adam Brayley's been retweeting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Braley. Matt Brayley. <laughs> Matt Brayley. Yeah, I I've seen. Uh, Matt really, sorry, yeah. Uh, I I've seen the art that he's been retweeting of them oh, yeah. being a couple. Yeah. Uh I dig it. Um mm-hmm. I have a feeling they'll, they'll they they might not be completely with King Andreas.
0: Yeah, I also feel that way. I don't think most of Newtopia is kinda of, is gonna be down with what King Andreas is doing. I think a lot aver- of the aristocracy
2: average... will be, but the average, no, probably not. Average citizen? Probably not. Yeah. Okay. By uh, the way,
0: I, I want to point. Hey, King Andreas, I got a question. Why the fuck did you even keep that mural? Why didn't you just tear the wall down instead of covering it up with fucking tarp?
2: He probably likes to look
0: at it. Why is that even there? Also, if you if you're like, yeah, God, I'm not even. Anyway, that's just a whole thing.
2: Okay. No, 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 no. I I have to. I I I think it. Makes sense. I I can understand the mindset. It it's the the thirteen year old who doesn't change his own bedding but hides his Playboy mags under his mattress. Yeah, um they're gonna get found, but he still wants to look at them when he wants. He just doesn't have a better hiding place. There's a shit ton to unpack in this episode. The yeah. first
0: thing I want to talk about is um number one, King Andreas been around for a thousand years.
2: Yeah. Uh and... I I think well, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh sorry, go on. You 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 and, do. And we your had that pre flashback
0: where there was a toad and a frog. And, and people the frog looked like Sprig, basically. Yeah,
2: I've heard people saying maybe that's Sprig's mom, but mm-hmm. I I that's too far back for that. That's no, an
0: ancestor.
2: It's probably one of the ancestors we learned about in the secret uh Chamber underneath the planter farm.
0: Yeah, and then obviously the toad was the one who wielded the hammer. Yeah, and he had the. the all three of them clearly had the the stones. Yeah, it the quite there's so many questions like that though. Is like number one, who had we know the toad had the pink stone, but we don't know which
2: one of like did Andreas have the blue stone or did he have the green stone? I think he had the green stone. I have to say, because mm. it's like. Each he's he's Marcy's planters. He's yeah. Marcy's grimes.
0: Yeah, but it would be a neat twist if he was the one who had the Stone.
2: That would be a neat twist. But also I think uh from an artistic point from, from like a aesthetic point of view, I think the green energy with the the blue uh flesh would be mm-hmm. much more interesting. It would pop more than blue body wreathed in blue glow that's a fair point um uh, yeah. because we we yeah. are dealing with artists at the end of the day
0: this is true the other thing i want to know is how the fuck did the box get into the human world that is right? a good
2: question yeah
0: where when and how i mean I've, i mean the obvious answer is is that the toad and the frog worked together to send it somewhere that King Andreas couldn't use it again, right? Yeah, or even just the frog. Yeah, or even just the frog. By the way, the book that Marcy found was Dr. P. Dr. By, Planter. By Dr. Planter. Although yeah. people have pointed out that it's also doc, a Dr. Pines joke might also be.
2: That, I could see that, yeah.
0: I mean, Bill Cipher is in the book. Yeah. Either way, it worked. But most likely, it's Doctor Planter.
2: Yeah, I mean, it could be both. It could be both. I I don't mean from lore. It could be they're doing a reference to another work Braylee worked on, and also the, it's Doctor yeah. Planter. It's Doctor Planter, <laughs> but it also serves as a
0: reference to yeah, Gravity Falls yeah. at the yeah. same time. Yeah, yeah, no, I I feel that
2: it's like uh. Brick Frog showing up in OKKO.
0: Okay, yeah, and then. The other thing was that we finally found out what the fuck the deal was with the robots. Yes. So,
2: uh, Yeah. They're an army. That, yep,
0: Which, I mean, that makes sense. Why, yep. why,
2: why do they look like frogs, though? Probably because Andreas wants to have all the frogs and toads under his rule, and so make the footmen... ...of your oppressing force resemble those they're oppressing.
0: Or, the frog had the Mind Stone and she invented and created the robots. That's also possible. That's also the possibility. But, we don't know. I like Uh, my thing better. We still... I mean, no, both of them work. I mean, I like that idea. Also, we still don't know what the fuck the deal is with Frog Cthulhu. Whatever the yeah. fuck that guy is. Whatever the fuck he is.
2: That's gonna be the topic of a very interesting Marcy-centric episode, I think. Dude.
0: People are already talking about some theories about what's gonna happen with Marcy, and I'm not a fan of any of them.
2: I Yeah, I don't have my my gut feel. I have not seen any of the discussion. I've tried to keep it just to fun fan art, mm-hmm. um. But I my gut does not give me good feelings about where Marcy's plotline can go from here. My my
0: gut feeling is that she's gonna basically be turned into a cyborg to serve Andreas.
2: Cyborg or the magical equivalent, yeah,
0: yeah, something like that. Like she's her stone is going to be hard to harness for King Andras's own. And yeah, especially because he, need, he needs somebody who can use the power of the stone to fight Anne.
2: Yeah, exactly. That, that's where I was going. Um, that a perva-
0: that's sort of the prevailing theory. Anyway, sorry you. I, wrong, I was just right? going
2: to say. The, he needs to somehow reconnect Marcy to the stone. And I think we'll also see an episode where Sasha has to try to reconnect to the stone. Yeah. Or tries. Sure. Not necessarily has to try, but feels like she needs to try because she wants that sort of power too. Because it Boy, fighting against Andreas would be easier with that sort of power on Amphibia. Um, yeah, yeah. But considering in that op- the, that opening sequence we see at the end, they they give us a little teaser for the opening sequence. Um, yes, season three. Uh, we, we see Anne and the Planters fighting his robots on the other side. So I think there may be, Andreas may have the power to open and close portals.
0: Yeah, I I think he figures out something. He has to be able to figure because he needs Anne's power to be able to do that, and also like, not
2: know. necessarily. Mm-hmm. He
0: still has the box, doesn't he? He still has the box. You're right. And Marcy was able to open the 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 gate.
2: Yes. So, so I, I, I. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Mm. I think probably in the first. When I say episodes, I mean like the little ten minute segments, not like episode nineteen title slash second title yeah, yeah, um in the first four episodes, we will see him figuring out how to send enemies over
1: mm-hmm
0: for sure I think that the l I think what what happen is is that like he's only able to open small portals and can't send his whole army through at once.
2: But he can send raiding parties.
0: Yeah, he can or send scout like, parties. Yeah, he can send scouts, and he can't send his fortress yet. No, which is what he's
2: going to be after in the
0: next season. He wants but to get st- the rest of Anne's power so that he can open. He can use the full power of the box.
2: Yes, but we also saw in the, uh, the the again in that intro we saw other models of robot.
0: Yeah, different kinds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, Rip Frobo.
2: Frobo,
0: yeah. Rest in peace, Frobo. Pour one out. Pour one out for Frobo. And also, until the season three opener, I thought Marcy was fucking dead. I didn't yeah. see that until like later after I watched the episode. Oh wow, yeah. I didn't I see the whole dead. thing
2: all the way through, uh, but <sighs> but yeah.
0: Uh, for like a few hours, I just thought she was just straight up dead.
2: Oh no, I waited. Well. Did they not have the whole thing on the the version you watched? Oh, I might just not have watched
0: it. I might have just missed it, you know.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: I might, not, I uh, might have just skipped past the credits and just been like, too, I was too holy, fuck, mom, to really, oh, you know." Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I'm I'm I now I understand why Disney put that content warning.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that, so, that content warning was important, and I think both finales have had the content warning.
0: She just straight up gets like there's no. Isn't even trying to hide it. She just gets stabbed. Yo, yep. like holy shit. I, yeah, I, I I don't say this often, but I, when I'm watching a show, it's usually just very silently, and unless I'm watching with someone else, I'm I'm not really. Yeah. but uh, that moment, just maybe, just exclaim,
2: "Holy fuck!" <laughs> I, I I think I I'm similar. I'm I tend to be uh silent when watching things, unless I'm getting like really hype, like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Uh, that that's the only vocalization I'll really make when watching something. But my face will do, the whole gamut of emotions. And I was like, oh, I was doing the big O face, not. Like the mouth making an o not the mm-hmm. get your mind out of the gutters, huh, yeah, uh, I was making the o face mm-hmm. uh, like oh oh what yeah. uh, but I wasn't making the noises, I just uh, had to just I had to just go, holy fuck, and I couldn't even as as soon as the video ended and I, like, X'd out of the window, I sort of just turned in my seat and just went, what the fuck? Yeah, seriously. I, I usually save my vocalizations for the end of watching yeah, something. Yeah, I don't, I can't even begin to, like,
0: I didn't see that twist coming either with Marcy no. being the one that, like, I knew there was going to be a twist with her and Andreas, I just didn't
2: think that was going to be it, right? Yeah. I did not see, I, I did not, I knew there was going to be... If you remember our conversation at the end of the our conversation about season one of Amphibia, I did say I think there was going to be some sort of conflict with Marcy. Yeah. I did not see that. Yeah. Um... Jesus. that was a shock knowingly instigating the isekai that is not a call i would have made in a billion years i cannot wait until we get to an in human world yeah i really can't wait for i, I can't wait to meet the boom choice
0: yeah i can't wait to meet the Boon choice either it looks like we're getting a whole new cast of human characters too yeah and also you know planter shenanigans in the human world
2: yeah that I'm looking they had they did, they did I don't know if you saw it in the the, the intro the, free, the thing three frogs in a trench coat yeah
0: <laughs> literally three guys in a trench coat
2: oh I love it I love it I love it I love it oh man i'm I'm so excited for season three like ridiculously excited yeah it's gonna be great i I'm now that we know
0: about this stuff I'm guessing we're going to get four seasons. That's my call.
2: I think we're going to get four seasons. That's I could see... Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to turn this into a little bit of a news segment. No? Uh So we know... Owl House got picked up. Season 2 is coming out next month. Or yeah. later this month, because this is going up in June already. As of the recording of this podcast. Yes, but it was also renewed for Season 3... But that season three is just three 40-minute episodes.
1: Hmm.
2: Um, So I could see them maybe doing another season and then a TV movie. Yeah. uh, Because I think you could wrap this up in one more season. Yeah. I would love two more seasons. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think it's likely. I think... Uh, what what I would want if I if I can't get another
0: season, yeah, you're right. I think we get this season and then we get like a TV movie to wrap yeah. it up. I think that's yeah. the ideal world, you know. Yeah, we get like an hour and a half or hour long, uh, TV movie or something. Yeah, to wrap up Amphibia.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, I'm cool with that actually.
2: Or even like forty five minutes, I could 45 see it, minutes. because. The us our finales are usually a half hour regular stories are ten minutes. So yeah, we we could get like a yeah. A I would want minutes. an hour and a half. Uh, but I I could see them nickel and diming them on running time. We might get an hour, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll see see what happens i'm i'm happy i'm excited for more as much as i love the products disney puts out i have no faith in the the people running either the tv or cinematic wing of disney
0: yeah Uh, also Um, i did point this out last time but you know with the Anne glowing blue eyes thing but then we got the culmination of
2: that in this episode i do actually now remember shouting out, or not shouting out, but, like, might as well have been shouting out by laser standards. She went Super Saiyan! She literally just went Super Saiyan. <laughs> yeah, she didn't even have to go Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan 2, 3. Blue. Uh, She's officially God. Super she just blue. went straight to Blue.
0: <laughs> and confirmed stronger than Goku.
2: Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for her to go Ultra Instinct.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ultra Instinct and versus Ultra Instinct Shaggy.
2: Oh, you know what? <laughs> you know what the movie will be What? instead of season four, it'll be amphibia, uh, amphibia super brawly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was funnier in my head. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah that that was this was a real good episode. The whole uh. Sasha's rebellion being kind of a red herring for the actual shit. Uh and 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 being completely justified in hindsight. Yeah, but
0: like she that wasn't her. (laughs)
2: She did for the wrong reasons. She did it for the wrong fucking reasons. I
0: also love her little moment with Grimes. It's like, oh Grimesy, you knew I wanted to dual wield. (laughs) It's very cute.
2: Oh, man, I, I fucking... That that was such... Th- th- this was a really good uh, season finale. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. But even better than season one's finale, which
0: I didn't think was possible.
2: Yeah, you did introduce me to the uh, the war crime that would have been having them play uh, Lean On Me during yeah. the season finale. Um, Fuck you. But also, that would have... That would have... Ooh, that would have hit. Like...
0: I want someone to make an edit of the moment where Marcy is stabbed to for and then Lean On Me starts playing.
2: Yeah. Fuck man. I could do that actually. You could um, do
0: that.
2: Hold on. But we might We might
0: have something on the Twitter later. Maybe.
2: Oh no, I don't I I don't want to be a war criminal Kai. But no! Think <sighs> of the views but I don't want to be a war criminal, Kai!
0: <laughs> no, listen, listen. I will take the blame for this. I'll take the heat for the war crimes.
2: Bitch, this is my podcast. I, I have to take the hate. This is uh, guiding your hand. Yeah, no, uh, I, I might actually do that, just because it, it would be fun, too. Yeah, also, we might get some engagement out of it. <sighs> yeah, yeah, we might. Uh
0: possibly. But anyway.
2: Yeah, I, I don't have anything else to say about it though. Mhm. Amphibia.
0: Fuck, man. I Al House oh. is Al is a hard act to follow. I thought Al Al House was going to be like like still the the winner, but man, Amphibia is yeah. really kicking it up for sure.
2: I I have a good reason not to do that and it's that it would get content ID faster than you could shake a leaf
0: yeah damn
2: yeah Twitter doesn't usually content i d stuff like there there's very few Twitter gives you a lot of leeway really, but
0: rather not risk it,
2: yeah, I'd rather not risk it
0: someone else make that
2: yeah someone else take the hit that's uh... a that's a
0: free idea for you in, in fact yeah, that... I'll, I'll I'll give you another part of it. lean on me starts playing as Marcia stab. And then, as, to, to, to extend the scene, to have more Lean On Me play, you have a bunch of flashbacks of Marcy and Anne's relationship. Anyway. To really, Man. really
2: you know, the heartstrings. You, you know, I, I love sharing cursed shit, but uh-huh. you love ruining people, clearly.
0: <laughs> I'm a writer, dude. This is what I do.
2: Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back... We're uh, we're going to get we're going to get a little grimy ourselves and head down to the sewers cuz it's time for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2003. We'll see you then. Now, we're back on our show. And welcome back everybody to Acting Podcast Incorporated. Uh Man it's good to be a turtle. Uh Yeah.
0: Would be a turtle.
2: I should've saved that for the next one. 'Cause that, that that's one of the that, that's a a line that's been in every single one of the movies, including two thousand seven. But uh we're we're talking about uh two thousand three right now. Uh yes. seasons one and two. Mm-hmm. This show
0: went for seven seasons, so...
2: Yeah! uh, Seasons one and two are the longest, I think. Three may also be... Long.
0: Yeah, and then they had shorter seasons afterwards. Yeah. 13 uh, episode seasons.
2: Yeah, and then they finished it off with Turtles Forever. Which, I don't like Turtles Forever. Really? Yeah,
0: the deal with Turtles... I, I used to like Turtles Forever, and then I watched it again, and then oh. it. Turtles Forever is really mean spirited.
2: Yeah, it really is.
0: It's it's just really unnecessarily mean to the '80s cartoon.
2: Yeah, uh, well, when you think about it, this entire se- series, specifically 2003, is supposed to be the the antithesis to the '80s series. It's supposed to be more like the Mirage comics. Yeah, um, Um, there's
0: nothing wrong with that, it's just that, like, Turtles Forever directly attacks the 80s show,
2: and that's just not,
0: it's just not
2: fun. Um, yeah, no, I, I I don't disagree with you, uh, I agree with you, actually, we will just straight up say it that way, I agree with you, I'm just not surprised, like, I kind of figured that going into Turtles Forever... I know it's like
0: it's just in retrospect i like, i I dislike crossovers that are mean spirited to one of the parts of its franchise
2: fair enough whatever. fair enough didn't they do the same thing in the twenty twelve one 2020? no actually
0: the the twenty twelve one is way is way more uh positive kind. about the eighty uh, oh, show
2: i I just meant the crossover part. Uh, they the did do show. a crossover
0: with the eighty show, but it's one more positive about what the eighty show is about.
2: Yeah. I, I saw part of that one. It definitely seemed less look at these idiots. Uh, yeah, look at it. these
0: morons. These clowns. Yeah. But as you said, um for those who actually who don't know, um, most people's exposure to the turtles is purely almost purely through the show is um the original Concept was. Um, I I yeah.
2: I don't think it. It's That's pretty a lot of common people. knowledge at this point. I mean, frankly. yeah, but I mean, you can't. Uh, because, I'll be real with you. I think at this point, most people's frame of reference, unless you're. Older millennials or even Gen Xers is probably this version here. Mm-hmm. Or the 2012 version. Yeah.
0: Every, um, every generation has its own turtle.
2: Yeah. But yeah, there, there was a huge disconnect between what was in the original Eastman and Laird comics and what was in the 80s Eastman. cartoon show.
0: Yeah. But let's uh, not be let's not sugarcoat it. The 80s show is the one that rocketed the Ninja Turtles into the the popular culture. You know. Like it was mm-hmm. because of the '80s show that the Ninja Turtles are are they are what they are now. I would argue the toy line did most of the heavy. Well, yeah, I mean, but the '80s bad. show is sort of like hand in hand with that, you know. Without the show, <sighs> I... the the toys wouldn't have sold as well,
2: and vice versa, you know. I disagree. Uh, I I straight up disagree with this one because. They got the cartoon because the comics were already wild. They could not keep those comics on the shelves before the cartoon came out. I'm not saying that the
1: comic
2: wasn't... No, you finish. They could not keep those comics on the shelves to begin with. And then they made the cartoon, and it got even wilder. But I don't think it's fair to lay it squarely on the cartoon. I'm not squarely laying in the cartoon, I'm, and I'm not saying the comics weren't
0: popular, but I'm saying that if it weren't for the 80s cartoon, there wouldn't have been a stage musical. You know what I mean? The The turtles wouldn't have
2: become a fucking phenomenon. They were everywhere. I I disagree. I just straight-up disagree. I think they could have done it without the 80s cartoon. Um... I, I think the eighties cartoon plays a smaller part than than you think. I think it's a combination of the comics, the toys, the eighties cartoon, and then the nineteen ninety movie. I, I I I think all of those play an equal part in the success of it. Because it was the omnipresence of it that made it so successful.
0: I don't know, I just We're just gonna have to agree to disagree on that one. Okay. It's a it's a kind of a moot point the fact is that ninja turtles uh, at that time it was like the simpsons craze it was
2: the the similar um cultural zeitgeist you know yeah but it 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 really was the omnipresence of it it wasn't no no, no yeah. I, I I don't I don't want to argue that point anymore really okay. it's, it's kind of a it's whatever
0: like I don't care enough to argue the point i guess okay um but point being is that the Ninja Turtles were omnipresent, as you said,
1: yeah.
0: Especially during the '80s and the '90s, um, you had the stage show, you had these live action, uh, the, the shitty live action show, the, the expectation, and these like DVD, not DVD, VHSs of like um, Christmas specials and um, other shit. There's you even also one had
2: the uh, the cartoon All Stars Fight Against Weed yeah. or whatever.
0: Yeah, okay. He was up in that or... you wanna know a whack one? What? There's a live action it's a VHS and it was made with uh the uh American Land and Park Foundation. You told me about this, yeah. Yeah, and about the Ninja Turtles <laughs> going to a possibly Native American site, and then like, the Splinter's ancestor showing up to help them as a ghost, but for some reason Splinter's ancestor is also a rat.
2: I mean, it it would make sense, because this is the continuity where this could be one of the continuities where Splinter's a mutated rat. No, he's a
0: human-sized rat. Like, he's just a Splinter.
2: Hmm. He's not actually like he's not like a regular it's for rat. kids. You don't need to overthink it, but yeah.
0: I yeah, but it's still fucking stupid.
2: It it is stupid, yeah.
0: It's hilarious. Um, but um most people like myself like I do I watched the eighties show. At least people of my age I watched the eighties show, like mostly like through printing VHSs and whatnot. Yeah. But this show was sort of my this is what I knew Turtles as for a long time.
2: Yeah, I mean th- this ran way longer than I thought it did. It ran 2003 to 2010, like oh, goddamn. Yeah. It ran for a long uh, time. I didn't realize it, there was this little that little amount of time between this and the 2012 CG. Yeah, seriously.
0: Although back to the sewers was kind of like that was when the show kind of got its um, its viewership was starting to way. die down. Um, really back to the future, the future stuff was kind of where it really started to die down, but it was just sort of a,
2: a lot of people
0: believe that after like the fourth season, this show Mm -hmm. really is kind of downhill,
2: honestly. I, I, I can honestly, I honestly believe, um, there's really only one version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that breaks my foundational belief about TMNT, uh, and that's Rise, uh, Rise of the TMNT, Um, that that is, that that's the one that breaks this rule. The further you get away from the sewers and the further you get away from it being grimy New York, the less sustainable it is. Uh, I, I, this may just be personal, I find the more we get into the Dimension X stuff and the Turtles in Space type stuff, the less interested I am. I, um, I like them visiting it, but I don't want multiple seasons of them traveling through space with the Fugitoid. No. Um, I can, I can appreciate what you're saying with that. It's just that yeah. Ninja Turtles as
0: a, as a concept, I like that it can kind of do whatever the fuck it wants.
2: Yes, I i mean, we I agree with you there, but I I do feel like it needs to get back to basics every once in a while. Yeah, is all I'm saying. Not uh, not right. the ID the IDW comics do a really good job of this. Uh, mm-hmm. which I I still stand by the IDW comics are the best interpretations of the TMNT, mm. hands down. Um, a lot of their plot points are based on the old Mirage comics. Uh, which was fun because I'm real good with the IDW comics. So I was saying, oh, it's that because I didn't realize these were real. They they were heavily based on plot points from the East, from the Mirage comics, and I didn't know this cartoon was heavily based on the Mirage comics. Also, yeah, it takes a like, lot. Oh, so I was watching the first two seasons. And it's like, oh, did they just? Borrow these again for the IDW comics, and then I started looking into. it. I was like, "Oh, okay, it's all from the Mirage, Eastern, Lair stuff." Okay,
0: yeah. Um, uh, like the the live action movie actually very closely follows that first bit of yeah. the, the that story line about fight the Shredder, go to April play oh, April's place, and then go to her cottage, and then go back to New York. You know, the movie yeah. just kind of follows through on that whole thing in one movie, but. That's the whole first season of this show.
2: Yeah. The IDW comics, uh they do a little bit more with Dimension X, uh, before they get to going to uh April's parents place up, mm. upstate. Uh because I think you do in the IDW comics you do meet uh both not just Krang, but also the other Viltramites. Viltramites, is that the right word? Utram? Utram. That. viltrumites What's are Viltrumite? fucking invincible that's right <laughs> yeah. think, think shredder think <laughs> oh man um yeah the the other utram you meet more of the utram Wait, actually, and you no. also meet the triteratons and the 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 rock people and Wait, no, it's actually Le- Shredder hanging over Karai. Think, Karai. Think. <laughs> it, it's Raf hanging, Leo hanging over Raph. <laughs> Think, Raph. Think.
1: Uh...
2: I, sorry, anyway. Um. Yeah, no, no. yeah, the 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 comic, Uh. you get a little bit more of that flavor with, like, Professor Honeycutt and all that stuff a little bit before you get them going upstate. Uh, yeah, so, out, yeah but... so
0: fun fact about Honeycutt and the Fugitoid. Mm-hmm. Um, the Fugitoid storyline when Eastman and Laird originally started Mirage Comics and they started doing Ninja Turtles Um, they were doing other comics and the Fugitoid was one of them. Yeah. And because they got so busy with Ninja Turtles they couldn't do the Fugitoid stuff so they just kind of like wrapped up the story within Ninja Turtles and kind of tied them together. Yeah. Which I thought was always <laughs> kind of neat.
2: It, it's nice when you can do that. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. It, it it second time I'm referencing it today, but uh, it's kind of like how uh, Ian Jones Corley uh wrapped up uh RPG World in uh, OK KO
0: Yeah. Um, one thing I really do like about this show was even again even for the especially when the time the show came out, um, the only other Western animated show that I can think of that was doing like multi-parters with like interwoven overarching plot points was like gargoyles justice league justice league yeah Justice League too. basically dcau and um, gargoyle that was it
2: yeah yeah um gargoyles was doing that uh but all of i mean the justice league series was almost entirely conceived as this is only going to be multi-part episodes
0: yeah man i'm looking uh, forward to talking about justice league yeah, I know that's the big one.
2: I think I've seen that entire series through five or six times. Yeah, same. Uh, honestly, I there there was a period of time where I could find whole episodes on YouTube, and I would just watch whole episodes for yeah. hours upon hours. Uh, I'm
0: also of the strong opinion that the combination of the uh, '90s movie and this show. Was really the the uh what's the the birth of the Raph bias? People preferring Raph. Yeah, it's the Raph like the Raph bias really was birthed in the the yeah. movie and in this show.
2: Yeah, I I'll agree with that. There, there was a little bit in the Archie comics mm-hmm. of a uh, Raph uh, wanting to get out from Leo's shadow, if I remember correctly. But uh, yeah, mostly the movie in this.
0: Yeah. And I will say this, Raf is great in this show. Yeah, he is. He's kind of the standout of the cast of the Turtles.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, th- this is, that that's, before we go much further, you, you want to just say who our favorite characters are in general? Oh, Donatello. Donatello's Donatello. my favorite Turtle. Donnie's yeah, my favorite Turtle, for sure. But
0: yeah, Donnie is th- my That's character. your favorite
2: character overall?
0: Um, my favorite character overall? I always liked April.
2: April's great. Yeah. April, Especially in... April's, when she's done well, she's really great.
0: I really like her in this show, actually.
2: Yeah. I like uh, when
0: her and Donnie get to be nerds.
2: Yeah. From the very start, the first moment I saw Casey Jones, I was like, that's my favorite character.
0: Yeah, and to this day, like...
2: Casey Jones is my favorite character still, and his and Raph's friendship in this one is one of my favorites. Yeah, they're like god uh they also have a really good friendship in the idw comics Uh, yeah they're bros yeah casey basically uh okay uh Mm. in idw comics raf is separated from the other brothers when they're first mutated Hmm. so raf grew up on the streets alone Mm. and casey took him in oh and so he uh Casey, they Casey, they were both grown up when they met, but he was like, "Shit, man, yeah." And they they looked out for each other for a while, and then they found the other turtles. And, yeah, uh, but I love Casey and Raph's friendship is like my favorite, one of my favorite friendships in all of media.
0: Yeah, uh, I, there I don't think a there's a beat I don't think any of the turtles are bad in this one, but Raph oh, really yeah. is just kind of the the standout.
2: Yeah, Raph's always the stand. I mean. Since 2003, Raph's always been the standout, really. Yeah, um,
0: now to be fair, I do like that they give each one of the Turtles episodes to themselves. Yes. Although some of them are better than others. We didn't get to the best Donnie episode in this, uh, in these two seasons, and and that's a sham. What what season does it show up in? Season three, I think. Okay. The best Donnie episode is, do do you care if I... What I don't mind. It? Huh? I don't mind. Go ahead. Uh there's an there's an episode where Donatello uh creates a time machine. Oh boy. Uh, and he travels into the a fu- into the future, but the thing is is that because he traveled into the future, um he basically disappeared. Like he like he was he vanished. Mm, yeah. And yeah. Donnie ends up in a timeline where he wasn't there. Yeah. And uh, his brothers are like broken up and the shredder has taken over. It's mm. like it's like worse timeline shit. That
2: is mm-hmm. interesting.
0: It's really interesting. It's like their they their entire thing falls apart without Donnie. Yep. Which is great. Raph is basically a hobo.
2: That's fitting.
0: Michelangelo really leans into his Turtle Titan persona.
2: Yeah, that, that tracks.
0: And Leo basically becomes a Batman. That like, also tracks, yeah.
2: Yeah, and Splinter dies. He usually does.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, and April's the leader of the Resistance.
2: She usually does end up as that,
0: yeah. That's... Also, spoiler alert, guess who's still around, somehow. Casey? Fucking Baxter Stockman.
2: <laughs> oh, well... I mean, he is resourceful, too. I, that's, by the way, that's my
0: favorite running gag in the show, is Baxter Stockman just refusing to fucking die. Yeah. But in the middle of, I I thought the shit where he was a Brendan in a jar didn't happen until later. Oh, that's fucking so funny to me. He's just, he's no wheelchair, and then he's just a head, and then he's just a brain in a jar.
2: It, it kind of sucks that he never got flied.
0: Yeah, but that's kind of the, one of the things that they kind of, this show took a lot of cues from the comic, but it tried to do its own thing a lot of times. Yeah. Um, there's also some stuff from this show that is original to the show that kind of ended up going into later Ninja Turtles stuff. Like, uh, Hun. Hun is from this show, originally.
2: Hun is really good in the comics.
0: Yeah, and Hun, yeah, he was he was originally from the show, and then they had him kind of come back in uh, further iterations of the,
2: the do you, series. Do you know who he is in the IDW comics? No. He's Casey's dad. Dude. Dude! Yeah. Fucked up. Casey's asshole abusive father. Yeah.
0: Fucked up, especially considering the what his deal is in this show. Yeah. It's a uh, burning down Casey's dad's shop.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. And this one, he he's his shithole abusive dad, uh, mm-hmm. who used to lead the Huns. You mean the foot? No, Pur- the Huns. Oh, the okay. Oh, the purple dragons. I'm sorry, oh, the purple dragons. The purple dragons. The purple dragons. Hugh. Uh Speaking of that, he's in this show. Of course he is. You need a guy to do a fucking New York accent. You get Joey Wheeler's guy. Uh, yeah, fucking, um, hold on. Michael uh,
0: Sintepcliss is Leo. And Leo, uh, Michael is also known for, um, uh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. I'm to remember. There was one thing he's really known for. Dub roles. Michael
2: Claus,
0: Yeah, Claus, yes.
2: He's, uh, Dean Venture.
0: Yeah, there you go. The adventure. He's
2: uh, Ivan and Tiger and Bunny. He's Taki Tachibana and Your Name. Uh, uh
0: and then freaking uh, Wayne Grayson is Mikey. Yeah, and that's that's Joey Wheeler, the dub voice of Joey.
2: Wayne Grayson, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then Sam, Mister fucking Sam Regal, Mister Crit himself is Donatello. Yep. Uh, Greg Abbey is, uh, Raph. Yeah. And, uh, he's also the voice of my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh protagonist, uh, Yusei Fudo. was that the one from GX? 5Ds. No, 5Ds, not... Five Five D's. okay. Yeah, GX is Jaden. Jaden, that's right. Darren Dunstan is, uh, fucking Splinter, and he's also the voice of Maximilian Pegasus. Oh, huh.
2: So there's a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! folks here.
0: I mean, yeah, because it's a it's all the it's four kids people, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, and then Sean Schemmel shows up, and
0: Veronica Taylor is here, aka the original yeah. voice of Ash.
2: That's right, yeah. yeah
0: and she's the voice of uh, April.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Mark Thompson is uh, Casey Jones, and he's uh he's been in some he's been in a bunch of stuff. I'm trying, there was one in particular that I was trying to remember. He's in Winks Club. He's in Chaotix. He's in uh, lots of basically just lots of four kid
2: stuff. Oh, you know who else? Uh, Center C- C- class was. Who? He was Hero in uh, OKKO. OK the uh, oh the yeah. From RPG World. The, just, that, yeah, going
0: running back to that. Yeah. Yeah. Comes full circle. Uh, Great yeah. carry was Hun. I don't know what else he did. Uh, I don't know. G.I. Joe.
2: Mark Thompson was uh, Cobra Commander in G.I. Joe's Sigma Six.
0: Yeah. And David's and Mansley is, uh, oh wait, he doesn't show up until later. Uh, Agent Bishop. Mm. So yeah, but Scotty Ray is a Shredder, a.k.a. Rokusaki. Yeah. Um, and he's been in um, a few things too. Uh, he was uh, in Slayer's Tri, Oh My Goddess. Oh. Uh,
2: he was Anubis in Yu Gi Oh.
0: Oh, the villain from the, the first the movie. The movie. Yeah. Pyramid of Light. Yep. Yep, yep. Yep, yep,
2: yep, 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 yep,
0: Uh, that's funny um this is Uh, probably one of my favorite versions of the shredder
2: it's a pretty good one yeah yeah there's no arguing that
0: i like his voice i like his design i never liked that he was a fucking alien that was the one thing i didn't like about this version of the shredder yeah i don't like the idea of him being utron it's kind of weird yeah Although, it did to lead to one of the fucking coolest scenes in the show at the end of season one, where he picked up his own head and walked through the fire.
2: That was pretty cool, yeah. It was pretty
0: fucking... By the way, um, four kid, uh, when the people making the show at the time, Mirage um, Comics was actually involved in this show, um, when they were making it, four kids in the CW was like, we can't hear this, or Fox <laughs> rather. And was like, yeah. "No way! Hold on! It's he's actually a robot." They had to spoil the the thing <laughs> ahead of time, yeah, so they could show him being beheaded, yeah. Which honestly, I'm surprised they still showed it.
2: Uh, yeah, um, I'm not. Uh, it's ro it's a robot has always been the biggest, yeah. like, okay, yeah, sort of. I'm trying to think of other ones where that was okay where that made it okay and um There was a lot of stuff they got away with in the show
0: that I'm surprised with considering it's four kids. Yeah. Um the the notes from the underground multi-parter? Fucked mm-hmm. up. Fucked up, yes. my, my dude.
2: I I'm having a hard time remembering.
0: That's the uh, one where they go to the underground city where the people are turned into yes! horrible mutants by the this Foot Clan.
2: Yes, 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 yes. I remember now. Fuck yeah, yeah.
0: Fu- fucked up, man. Also, by the way, my favorite multi-parter in season one.
2: Yeah,
0: for sure. I love Notes from the Underground
2: because yeah. it was ori-
0: It's original to this show, if I remember correctly. I don't think it's in the comics. Uh, let's see. Let's see. It actually yeah, on the wiki it does say which ones are storylines in the comic.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think it is
0: based off of any of the, the storylines in the comic.
2: Yeah, I don't think it is either. It's, nice. It's completely original to this to the show. It a similar plotline does show up in the uh idw spinoff uh Jenica. Oh. Uh uh miniseries i think it's in Jenica 2 miniseries
0: hmm. i mean am not surprised uh, like the idw seems to kind of take from
2: lots of stuff yeah well i mean eastman and laird are working on that comic okay um, I- i'm glad i, I think they, they have writing i don't know if they have art credits but they definitely have writing
0: credits yeah, i like that turtles just kind of evolves and just like adds new things as it moves on and then makes different versions of these new things and then just
2: kind of goes, you know? Yeah. It, it, um... Yeah. It, it, it it's good that we just get a new ver. It, it's like Sentai. It's a new version every, not every year, but every generation. generation. Yeah, every generation yeah.
0: has a turtle. Yeah. Turtle show. Um, this is I don't think I mentioned this at the top, this is my favorite turtle thing.
2: Yeah um the show uh i don't like it as much as you mm-hmm. uh of the animated versions of the turtles the 2007 movie is my favorite mm. um but i definitely get uh why this is your favorite yeah um i definitely like it more than the 80s one i haven't seen a lot of the 80s one i don't know how i managed to grow up in the early 90s and not watch that show i just the most unlucky timing and i never really wanted to rent individual episode vhs's from rental places yeah um <clears throat> so i never really got a I think i saw it like once when i was staying at a cousin's house or something like that yeah the um yeah, the the other thing,
0: the other storyline that's original to this show is the stuff with the Damio and the interdimensional tournament.
2: Yeah, that was real interesting. I like that it uh, got we got to see Usagi. That was cool. I'm always happy to see Usagi Yojimbo.
0: Yeah, he shows up again wow. later in the show as well. Good.
2: Good. Uh, Leonardo like ends
0: up in his dimension. Good. In like a two-parter, I think. Good. Uh, yeah, cause I like I'm. Isn't there a Yojimbo show happening? A Usagi, I Usagi I show? believe I heard about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. If If so, looking forward to that. I I like Usagi Ujimbo.
2: I heard something about that. I I don't remember if it was a new series or if it was a new comic. Um, Vamp Vamp for time. Um, vamp for time um
0: well I'll, what I was gonna say uh this is a this is another thing about the show that I really like was this to me is the first time that at least at the at the time that I watched it, this is the first time I felt like the
2: turtles were brothers they definitely yeah. act like it, <laughs> yeah, they really do they, they, this had I, I do really like the general Uh, characterizations of the toning of the characters in this series more than I enjoyed individual episodes, I would say. Oh yeah. Just the, the overall vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed the art in it. Honestly, it, it, um, it really reminded me of like, maybe it's just because it, it, it's, going for the similar aesthetic but it, i i feel like probably some of the people who worked on it also worked in this but it gave me feelings of also like extreme ghostbusters and uh that that sort of stuff a yeah. lot of the like the shoot shots the 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 camera work in it yeah it feels like it's um it feels like its
0: influences are very much stuff like that the at batman the animated series for sure in terms of, like, it's, um, the general shapes and, uh, color that they go for. There's a lot of dark colors in this show. And heavy shadows in a lot of places.
2: Yeah. Okay, so, uh, going back a little bit. Uh, there is a Netflix re- to release a Usagi-, Usagi Yojimbo series, but it may be Space Usagi. Not I'm fine with classic. that.
0: Classic. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I just want a Ujim- uh, I just want Sagi Yojimbo show.
2: Yeah, I I don't have um as much of an attachment to a Sagi Yojimbo. I I always appreciated the character. I never got to read any of the comics though,
1: mm-hmm.
2: so I I don't have any strong like. No, it should be feudal Japan, but with furries feelings. So th- th- unlike Ninja Turtles, where it's like it's not it it doesn't look like the warriors. I'm not happy. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't have that experience here, which is a large part of why I did not want to watch Rise of the T M N T initially, because I was like, this doesn't look like the set of the Warriors. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a stupid opinion. Yeah, I'll just w- own up to that right yeah. now. That's a stupid fucking opinion. That is but a very it, stupid it, opinion. Um, I, I, it, I, I hold true to that for other. TMT series. The further you get from a grimy New York setting, after starting at a grimy New York setting, the the less interested I'm gonna be. But at this point, if you don't start there, you got me. Yeah. The uh, but going back
0: to what I was saying about the family aspect, this is sort of yes tying sorry. back to the comics and that family and um bonds are a very strong theme in the comics and they really wanted to like hone in on that in this show and I think they did really yeah they did a good job uh, for sure The unlike the 80s show like the 80s show especially was like it was a comedy focused show and it has it has its own appeal but they never felt like brothers and Splinter never felt like their father but this show really tried to hammer home the idea of them being brothers and Splinter being their father figure yeah for which sure. I very much enjoy.
2: I will say what I briefly remember from uh, Last Mutation, which was my first on-screen experience with the TMNT. Uh, just to put a little bit of rage in everyone directed at me. Can't
0: You can't see, you can't see um, it,
2: but I'm shaking my head. I know. Uh, it wasn't my first experience with TMNT. My first experience with TMNT was toys. Second was the Archie comics. Uh, then... then then it was last mutation um i feel like that captured a bit of a brother feeling there a little bit hmm. um not as good as here From I, I I haven't watched the last mutation since it aired yeah um i i have been tempted many times to go back to it uh but i ha- just haven't but uh I, I feel like I remember them having a bit more brotherly feeling in that one. Yeah, um,
0: it's also kind of there in the the live action, the first live action
2: movie. But I I really think it's kind yes, of the yeah. Hmm? I, I was just agreeing the the live action movie, at least the first one. I don't remember the second or third one as well. Um, those definitely, yeah. That that one definitely had them acting like siblings, also teenagers. Yeah, also teenagers.
0: Like I. That's what I'll say about the 2003 show, is that they don't feel like teenagers either.
2: Yeah. They feel like um, young adults. You, you could argue for Mikey. Mikey, just cause but that's just because... he's always cause, a
0: little more immature. That's just because I'm Mikey Be, Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the 2012 show was like, yeah, they're teenagers.
2: That was the first, like, yes, this feels like they're teenagers. It helped that they also made April a teenager.
0: Yeah, that,
2: yeah. And Casey, a teenager. It it helped that they lowered, that they made everyone feel more teenage. Mm -hmm. And also, they got Beast Boy's voice actor to play Mikey. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, And Rob Paulson as uh, Donatello. Yeah. um, They had the guy, at first, they had the guy from uh, American Pie as Leo. And then he left, and they got Seth Green instead. So you got two grown men with big teenager energy. <laughs> Basically. Um. <clears throat> now, uh. what I was
0: the other thing I was going to say about this show was the, like... There's a lot of references in this that they wouldn't have gotten away with now. Like, when Mikey says, Captain America, eat your heart out.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, just... Because they, they crack down on that shit way more now. Couldn't get away with that shit now.
0: Or um, No. I don't know if you noticed, but there's a shot where Raph is on the roof, and below him there's one of the gargoyles. I think, it's, I Hudson. Did, I think, I think yeah. it's Hudson.
2: I think it's Hudson or Broadway. It's one of the two of them. I think so, yeah. I think that one, something built into the set they could get away with, but not anything not the, vocal.
0: Not the Captain America line. No. No, not for um, show.
2: Um, uh, let me see. Oh, there was another one that I
0: was—I mean, straight up, just Jack Kirby—an entire episode about Jack Kirby, wild.
2: I th- one dedicated to Jack Kirby too, but I—I I, I don't think that would have been an issue because that's a person. That's yeah, fair. Um,
0: and I appreciated that it was Donnie in that episode. Yeah. Um, a lot of Kirby crackle in that, which I was—I really liked.
2: Yeah, that that was a real. That, I think that was probably my favorite episode.
0: Um, I I really like the uh, like I said, I like notes from the underground. I liked the fugitoid multi-parter turtles in space. Um, I really like the the f- return to New York where they go up the tower and fight all the the foot ninja and shit, especially the final yeah. fight fight with the shredder. I also didn't think Karai showed up. So soon, I thought she showed up later. Honestly,
2: uh, yeah, uh. I never really watched this show before. Okay. Uh, I, I caught random episodes before,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, but it it again two thousand three. Unless it was airing like right when we would get home from school, I probably wasn't getting to watch it. Yeah. Uh, because the rest of the time my dad had ownership of the TV. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm glad you finally got to watch it. Yeah, uh still it's not my favorite. Okay, so here's characters that um they could reference. Uh they could reference Popeye. hmm Uh they could reference Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Uh I'm just going by characters owned by Viacom. And uh, Viacom owns Paramount. Yeah. Which Nickelodeon Popeye's there. Yeah. Um okay. Uh, and they also own MTV, which Beavis and Butthead are there. I mean, Uh, Mikey
0: watching Beavis and Butthead would track.
2: Uh, yeah. Donnie and Mikey enjoying Beavis and Butthead. And Casey, I could see. Oh, I mean, I love, uh, I do like that. Well, they did
0: reference Star Trek. And that's Paramount. Yeah, they did. Um, because Donnie... That is, they... Donnie and Mikey watching God. I love the idea of Donnie and Mikey watching Star Trek.
2: Yeah, I like how in uh, the 2012 version, uh, Leo's the big Trekkie. except it's not Trek; it's something. Some, else, some, but... yeah, but it's like a like a Captain Quark slash Captain
0: Neb- Tr- Crash Nebula esque heroic show. Yeah,
2: a little bit. Yeah,
0: which, which are Flash Gordon, you know, etc.
2: They could reference Crank Yankers, uh, Drawn Together, Ugh. South Park, uh, Reno 911. Okay, you're killing me. Dying. They, they own Comedy Central. I know, but like, <laughs>
0: just every single word out of your mouth punched me in the gut. Uh,
2: they could reference the the, uh, the the sitcom Reba, because they also own CMT.
0: Wait, hold on. Can I get a Scooby-Doo... Guest star style episode of Ninja Turtles, where the Ninja Turtles open a bus that they save, and it's just like Reba McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would enjoy that. Should be Dolly Parton. It should be Dolly Parton, but I doubt they can afford. Wait, did Dolly you know Parton. that that new Scooby Doo show is 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 that is that? Penn and that's Te- good. Penn and Teller show up and uh, fucking. Uh, good. Some other celebrities. Good. Yeah. But anyway.
2: Uh, of course, all the Nickelodeon characters. So, whatever you want from Nickelodeon.
0: Yeah. Uh, the other thing I'll give credit for with 2012 and Rise is that mm-hmm. I like when the turtles look different visually.
2: Yes. Uh, You could also throw a little credit to uh that uh, uh TMNT and Batman. Yes. They also have very distinct looks I, in that. I one.
0: especially love in Rise that they're all different kinds of turtles.
2: Yes, I like that too. It's it's a
0: neat little thing, in in twenty twelve they just give them different proportions and like Raph has like scars on his shell and all those little things. But I like the idea of all four of them being a different kind of turtle, and it, it gives them more visual variety, for sure. But we can get more into that when we actually talk about those shows. Because from a design yeah. perspective, I love Rise in 2012.
2: From a, de- from a design and uh, animation perspective, yeah. I haven't actually watched anything more than those those beautifully animated clips you'd find on Twitter. Yeah, of Rise? Um, yeah. Yeah. At first, because of the stupid reason I shared before. But after a while, I was just like, I'm saving this for when we do it on the show. Yeah. And we will. We will. There's a lot of turtle that's...
0: stuff to talk about.
2: I- I'm planning on finishing out this season with Rise. I don't know about you. But... Oh yeah, no, we
0: that's the end of season three is we're gonna talk about Rise. Yeah. With uh
2: good buddy Rad. Yeah. Something I don't just... really got anything more to say about two thousand three. Yeah, I will I would
0: I ha I would have more to say, but like some of the w- the wilder stuff happens later in the show and I don't really wanna like get into that.
2: And we'll eventually get to more seasons of this. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I don't want to get. I don't want to, you know, put the cart before the horse, so to speak.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alright, so we're gonna take a quick break, and upon our return, uh, it's more Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but it's the 2007 movie. So we'll see you then. (laughs) Now, back to... Acme Podcasts Incorporated. On. Acme Podcasts Incorporated. Make way, cause the Kings is back. Alrighty, and welcome back. Uh, Okay, so... 2007's TMNT. Uh, CG animated. The first, first fully
0: CG turtle thing.
2: Yes, it's also a sequel to the live-action movies. Apparently, uh, it's—I uh, don't know. It, it man. follows the—it no, no, no. It straight up follows the continuity. It, it, it is that—that's like official. But it also
0: like references some of the stuff from the two thousand three show at the same time.
2: Yeah. Well, it, it's been like, yeah. Like, uh, it's that, a yeah. It's that—that's probably just brand synergy. It's mixing. It it's not. It's probably its own. I I would say it's safe to say it's its own continuity, but it's a mix of the two thousand three and the live action films.
0: Hmm. But um. Yeah, I always found that it was. That's one of the more interesting things about the show is where the fuck is it in the, the timelines, so to speak. Yeah, and but it it makes references to. The movies, because there's at the end of the movie we see the, some of the props from the first three movies. Yeah, we see the staff that transported them back into feudal Japan. We see the Shredder's helmet, which looks a lot like the one from the movie. Yep, and um, but we also see some stuff that were elements in the 2003 show, like uh, April and her yellow jumpsuit and training to be a ninja, which is stuff something that happens later in the 2003 show.
2: I think um the the line we we hear from her and from Casey uh when when she comes out in that yellow jumpsuit indicates this is the first time she's put that jumpsuit on though.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So the, the, this is borrowing a visual aspect from there and her training as a ninja it it makes sense she's been hanging out with the ninjas. I'm sure she's gone and to you know Splinter and gone some training. It's been over a year. Mm-hmm. That since Leo left, so it it makes sense that she'd get a little training.
0: Yeah, this is also one of those um uh voice actor things where it's like you have some like voice actor voice actors, then you have like insert celebrity. celebrities. You Got James Arnold Taylor as Leo. You got Nolan North, the man that made the legends, as Raph. Yeah, Mikey Kelly, funnily enough, as Michelangelo. Yeah, as
2: Michelangelo. And Mitchell Whitfield is Donnie, but you got Lawrence Fishburne as the narrator,
0: Chris Evans as you, Casey Jones,
2: yeah, Sarah Michelle Geller as April O'Neill, and goddamn Mako as Splinter.
0: Mako and Patrick Stewart is Mr. Winters. Yeah, that, that that's fucking what. By the um, way, can, can I just talk? Can we just unpack that for a second? The, sure. The quote I say he's not really the villain, but like our supposed villain of this movie is a Mesoamerican general
2: voiced by fucking Patrick Stewart. It... Okay. I have issues with them claiming he's Mesoamerican, because I think it probably... All the stylings is Mesoamerican, yes. But then you also see he has statuary of him over the millennia of him as a pharaoh yeah as a Roman because general.
0: He, he lived forever after the mesoamerican shit he was originally
2: from mesoamerica i know i know okay let me finish i think this implies the time frame in which he and his generals did that shit was pangea times
0: i would agree with you if it weren't for the
2: obviously mesoamerican theming of his generals still in mes what was meso what would become mesoamerican but in pangea times because you can't that doesn't explain
0: why he's fucking voiced by patrick stewart and white (laughs) because he's
2: fuck okay can't like come on man it's not good reasoning it's not don't get me wrong i you want to know the actual the the actual reason? Because Patrick Stewart why he's voice
0: Patrick Stewart voice sexy? N-
2: no. Because they had different voice cast for most of this, as it was being planned, and then the Weinstein Company got involved and they replaced a lot of the voice cast with known celebrities, including mm. Patrick Stewart. Yeah. At
0: least Mako... And Chris
2: w- Evans, and Mako, and Sarah Michelle Gellar.
0: I mean, Mako is a good casting choice for Splinter.
2: Mako's an excellent bass and and it's his last cinematic appearance.
0: Mako, this version of Splinter, Mako is my favorite voice performance. He's not my favorite visual design for Splinter, though.
2: No, it it's not my favorite visual design twenty no, twelve Splinter.
0: 2012 Splinter is it- the best visual Splinter. Yeah. Because he's yeah. he's a he's an actual Japanese rat, which I really like. Yeah. But anyway, um, this movie, I have problems with this movie. I like this movie, even though I have problems with it. Okay,
2: let's hear your problems.
0: One of my main problems is is like the monsters serve absolutely no purpose. It could have just been any MacGuffin, and why did there need to be thirteen of them when we only see like five? Yeah. Like it's kind of po- it was kind of pointless for the monsters to even be here. It could have just been MacGuffins or whatever. Um, it's yeah. ki- it's kind of completely pointless. And also like the g- villains kind of like don't have a whole lot to do with the movie. Like in fact, no. most of this movie is literally just Leo, Raph, and family uh, drama. And the- we only really deal with the villains in last like twenty five minutes of the movie.
2: Yeah, you're not wrong. you you, you're right yeah
0: but the stuff with leo and ruff is really good so
2: yeah uh the the reason why it's my favorite on screen anything with the TMNT is because i love the interactions between the turtles and casey and april in this Mm -hmm. I, i i love the characterizations of them in this it's my favorite versions of them At least animated. Yeah, I I
0: just, the other problem with this movie is because we do so much with Leo and Raph, is that, like, Donnie and Mikey kind of don't get to do anything in this movie.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, this was envisioned as a trilogy. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh the the director said this in uh it was either interviews or a DVD commentary track. I can't remember. One of the two. Uh one of the two. Uh but basically he had plans for the sequel and the the prequel. Um I don't remember. I only remember one of the plot lines. But one of them was basically going to be the plot line where Mikey does not feel as valued or connected to his brothers and so he leaves and joins the foot. Hmm. Uh which is based on an Eastman and Laird uh plot line from the uh from the comics. Um interesting. Loosely. Yeah. Uh and it shows it it's uh supposed to be like to signify he's with the foot, he's wearing a Black mask instead of a uh, orange one. Orange one, yeah. yeah. Interesting. I would have dug that. Yeah, I don't remember what the other one was, but oh, oh, that okay. That was the sequel, and the third one was the Technodrome and the Triceratons. Uh, okay. Because okay. uh, I remember he was talking about it. he already had artwork done for the other two uh, posters, and the 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 sequel was going to be a wet street and a manhole and then Mikey's mask on the ground mm-hmm. and then the third one was going to be the Technodrome and then very small in the foreground in front of it were the turtles. Neat. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like Technodrome we see a lot more of Donnie shine. Yeah. And the second one almost entirely focuses around Mikey. Mm-hmm so he that, that that's probably why this one focuses on Leo and Raph, and the they it was never even though it was wildly successful uh in its first week at least uh this movie made more in its first week than the first three movies did in their first weeks hmm. uh i think the only, I, I think the michael bay movie made more in its first week than this one did Weirdly enough. Listen. listen,
0: The Michael Bay movie is terrible except that one scene where the the turtles are in the elevator.
2: Yeah. I I kind of I like that entire movie. Uh, It's not great. Don't get me wrong. It's not my favorite, but I enjoy it. Anyway. But I also enjoy dumb popcorn movies. You do. Like that's my favorite type of movie is a dumb popcorn movie. Mm-hmm. So, of course I enjoy Michael Bay movies. Yeah. Um, I just want to have dumb turn off my brain fun when I see a movie. hmm Um... Sometimes I want to be challenged, but most of the time I just want to go, <laughs> oh, the explosion's fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <they're>... uh, <laughs> That guy got kicked real hard.
0: <laughs> yeah, my role. Michael Bay movies is the explosions <laughs> would be fun if they didn't happen every five seconds.
2: That's the fun of it for me. I-, I could literally just watch two hours of just chain explosions. Um, <sighs> anyway.
1: Anyway. <clears throat> <clears throat>
2: Ruining any credibility I might have once had <laughs> by saying I, I just want to see cool action sequences for two hours. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, but but yeah, um. Yeah, I mean, this this stands weak on its own because it was supposed to be more. Yeah, that's fair. But I mean, I have to kind of stands
0: alone. I kind of have to judge it for what it is. Unfortunately. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that is part of what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
0: By the way, I, I want to point that the the, La- the the Leo and Raph fight in this movie, it's like, oh, man, I can feel the
2: 2000s music video energy here. Oh, yeah. Th- th- that, that's crying out for an Evanescence AMV. Yeah, really is. Or a Linkin Park one. And then the, the big fight with all the foot ninja that should have been longer, in my opinion. It should have. Uh, that that rap wrong that rap rock mm-hmm. uh, just shy of being a limp biscuit song. <laughs> yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. That that's possibly one of the most two thousand seven things I can picture. I I did like the Black
0: Betty thing with Raph and the monster in the kitchen.
2: Yeah that that was fun.
0: Um, By the way. uh... The 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 guy who was running the diner that's Kevin Smith. Yep. I mean, not surprising. Kevin Smith is kind of like in the comics industry.
2: Yeah, yeah. I he, I mean, he his his first movie or not his first movie, his second movie was about comic nerds. It's true. Uh, it's true.
0: And he, uh, owns, he owns a comic book shop.
2: Yeah, he he's, I hate this phrase, but he is nerd royalty, basically. Like, he doesn't really deserve it anymore, but he kind of just is. Mm-hmm. I own three separate DVDs that's just him interviewing Stan Lee. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all different interviews, and they all have different questions. And they're all interesting as hell. He's actually really good at interviewing Stan Lee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I really, um, on, I, I, run, I, run, ironically, like love Jay and Silent Bob, the movie. Oh, I do too. And Dogma, oh, dog was me... fucking hilarious.
2: Yeah, don't get me wrong. I fucking love Kevin Smith and I love his movies. I just kind of hate the concept of nerd royalty.
0: Yeah, I like the Will Wheaton or you know the demo. Like I don't hate them as people. I just yeah, I hate that concept. I... Yeah, yeah. Um, because I don't get okay. Here, I, that's a sidebar. I don't get why people hate Will Wheaton so much. I don't get it. It It's
2: just Wesley. They don't hate Will Wheaton, they hate Wesley. Like, he's not, he's done nothing wrong. He's just, he's just Will Wheaton. I, I think I have heard some questionable things, but I, I, I they could have been talking about someone else. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. Um, but. There was some... it, it, it's hard to keep up with um... well it's hard to keep up with anything for me really I'm not good at keeping up with stuff mm-hmm. other than like the news other than the news and maybe cartoons um, yeah.
0: it's... I've never heard anything bad about Willie. so
2: yeah. uh, I don't know I'm, I'm sure he's made a dumb joke at some point I mean, yeah but... we all have yeah or let me rephrase that. I'm sure he said something mildly offensive at one point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, f- let me rephrase that again. Mildly offensive for the time period, possibly really offensive by now standards. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, something he said like five years ago or whatever,
2: or even ten years, or even ago. ten years ago. Um, um, yeah, yeah.
0: Who knows? Um, I mean, he, but, he was on Big Bang Theory, which cannot be forgiven.
2: No, there's no coming back from that. Um, but anyway, but yeah, I I think it's just they hate Wesley. They fucking. It's hard to blame them. Uh, Wesley's an annoying character, but it it's stupid to transfer that distaste to the actor.
0: Yeah. Um. Back to two thousand seven. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. yeah. The. the... i I already said my main gripes with this movie are the like i said the monsters are pointless and the also the generals are like the turtles don't really fight them until the very end it's like really just everything that's not about Raph and leo and the the drama of the the turtles and their and april and how april and and casey are involved is completely pointless to this movie, yeah.
2: Stru- structurally, this movie is a fucking nightmare. Oh yeah, it's all um, over the place. It, it it has shitty pacing, and it it, it the stuff that doesn't need to be there. I did like uh, Winters hmm. and his storyline. I kind of wish they had their own movie uh, that wasn't this, and this could have just been the Turtles versus Karai and the Foot. Yeah, uh, that would have been more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, that would have been. But, uh, no. Here we are. When I say it's my favorite on-screen representation of the Turtles, I just mean the Turtles. And Casey.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: There's other versions of April I like more. Um, Casey's too much of a twink in this movie. He needs to be a little beefier, yeah. Um, like, I-, I think
0: 2003 Casey was... is, like, big beefcake.
2: Yeah. Um... He he's on hunk territory there. Uh, I think
0: the movie version strikes a good balance between the two.
2: Yeah. Not, uh, not too beefy, but he's also not too twinkish. The movie version is kind of realistic proportions. Yeah, because it's a real person. Yeah. Um, two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. I it. It's very much just the two thousand seven aesthetic design aesthetic. Where you kind of Clamp kind of infected everyone's brain a little. I'm just I'm just gonna blame Clamp because I want to blame Clamp. Um, I mean, you should just
0: blame Clamp anyway because Clamp sucks.
2: Yeah, um, with with the twinks and the not necessarily twinks, but tall lanky people. Mm -hmm. Um. I mean, that 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 was just kind of the aesthetic of two thousand seven. This is how you draw a sexy guy. You make them lanky and svelte.
0: Yeah, but also like I think the proportions of all the humans are kind of weird in this movie, just in general. Yeah, like I, I, everyone looks a little off. Yeah, I'm, I'm. The turtles look fine. Splinter looks fine. The the generals look fine. It's Winters, April, Casey, and literally everybody else. They look weird.
2: Yeah, I like the generals because they they don't look human. Yeah,
0: and, and it works um, for them because they're like made of rock. Yeah, the, um, the weird proportions work.
2: But April and everyone Casey, does look weird. And, yeah, it, April looks really weird.
0: Yeah, April looks really weird. I don't like her, her 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 waist and the way its proportions relative to the rest of her body, and her like stomach.
2: It, ugh, it just
0: yeah. she just looks weird. Not a fan
2: it's like i like cartoonishly exaggerated proportions within reason Mm -hmm. but this is like not cartoonishly exaggerated this is like cartoonishly streamlined like everyone kind of looks like inflatable kind of yeah but they don't have enough of that uh final plastic that's used on those inflatables.
0: And Winters has this fucking humongous chin. Yeah. Karai has a similar problem to April where her like her head looks so small compared to the rest of, like her hair is huge and her, her head is so tiny yeah.
2: and her body is like yeah. really weirdly really shaped. It's just, uh, This was my first expo- I, I saw this like on TV like a year after it came out, or two years after it came out, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. This was the first time I saw Karai. Oh, right? yeah. Because uh, I hadn't seen the 2003 version, so I didn't know who she was. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah.
0: I like her in the 2012 show. Her design. In she it. Was... I
2: vaguely remember her in that.
0: Yeah, I like her design in that. Before she becomes a snake monster.
2: Yeah. Everyone kind of gets mutated in that one, huh?
0: Yeah, the shredder, but that's just part of tradition at this point. Super shredder. I'm kind of sad we never got. Well, we kind of get super shredder in this show, but it's later and it's it's complicated.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't want to get. I don't want to spoil any of the because you haven't seen the third show. I really don't want to spoil some of the really whack shit that happens later. Okay. And... Hold it in. Yeah, I'll hold. I'll hold it. Hold it. Hold the cell. Um, but, yeah, I don't have too much more to say about this movie. I like this movie, but it's not... It's one of the weaker Turtles things in my opinion. It's not... Listen, there are way worse Turtle things, but, yeah, you know, I mean, the fucking Next Mutation and, uh, fucking the anime are right there. Yeah. And so is the, Uh, the stage show.
2: I'd say some of the later seasons of 2012.
0: Nothing, nothing comes close to out of our shells, Tor. Nothing.
2: Yeah, you're right. Uh, I will say, though, that this movie is important in one other respect. How so? Uh, and that's the Toy Front. Ah. Huh? Uh, these had a line of five-inch action figures, which is right, right in the wheelhouse of where most turtle toys usually end up. Usually between four and five inches. Uh, but Mikey's Cowabunga Carl van mm. for many, 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 many years. That was the van action figure collectors would get and then spray paint black to make a uh, Punisher van or just any sort of nondescript van to have in a photograph or in your display.
1: Mm.
2: Uh, It was really good. You didn't really have to do much to it besides paint it. Um, and it had sort of like an armory feel in the inside, uh, because the action figure had like a little computer station and a chair in the bag. It was, was yeah. Um, huh. interesting. uh, it, it was really, it was really, really good. It was amazing. And it was, they put a lot on this movie. So the action figures were omnipresent for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh in Walmarts and Toys R Us's, and it wound up in a lot of bargain bins and you were able to get the cowbunga Carl van for a very long time for very cheap and people bought them the fuck up and up until a few years ago you could still find custom ones being sold on eBay um, painted up like any sort of van you could picture um, another one was there There was a uh a like a anniversary ET line that was exclusive to Toys R Us that had a like a, a van in it that was also real popular for that purpose but that that's neither here nor there um
1: mm-hmm.
2: but yeah Galbunker Carl giving Punisher action figures a van for many years the more you know this has been yeah. toy talk with laser Yep. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to close this bitch out. We will see you then.
1: Now back to the show. Do you see how your patience
3: paid off?
2: And welcome back for the last time this episode to Acre Podcast Incorporated. All right, let's let's close this out. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, uh, please rate, like, comment, and review on whatever platform you listen to us on—iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever they're calling it now,
0: Stitcher, uh, wherever the fuck you are listening. Spotify—we're also on Spotify.
2: Yeah, uh, please rate. Give us some five stars. If you think we deserve it, and if you think we're four star worthy, still so give us the five. You know, be be a little lenient. Just give us that extra star. You know, it's a, it's a tip. You know, yeah, okay. It's a gig economy out here.
0: It is a gig. Uh, we do live in a gig economy.
2: Yeah, uh, but uh, comment too because we love feedback. Please,
0: we'd love your sweet, sweet validation.
2: Yeah. Uh, not just validation, but also, you know, we want to improve this. And we can't do that without you telling us what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong. Uh, or at least in your opinion, what we're doing right and wrong. Yes. We have to take all of that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but to do that, you can get in contact with us by email by going to acmepodcastinc at com. Hey, Kai, can I get that back one more time? That's acmepodcastinc at com. That's right. You can also find us on Twitter at at Inc. Podcasts, uh, and you can also find us on Tumblr at Hey Kai. What's the What's the Tumblr? You can find us on Tumblr at AcmePodcasts dot com. That's AcmePodcasts
0: Tumblr dot com.
2: That's right. And I know earlier this evening you told me we have some asks in the ask box, mm-hmm. uh, but let's finish off our uh, contact plugs before we get to those. Yes. Uh you can find me on Twitter by f- looking me up at Turbo that at, at turbo honcho, that's at T U R B O H O N C H O. Kai, where can they find you? Uh you can find me on Twitter at
0: kaiju underscore emperor. That's K A I J U underscore E M P E R O R. You can also find me on Tumblr at kaiju dash emperor. It's about the same way. Uh those are that's usually retweets, reblogs, shit like that. But if you want anything original from me, got a side blog on Tumblr called Kai's Tome, That's K A I S T O M E. And it's usually where I uh reblog uh dungeon maps and
2: also post my own homebrew uh D and D and tabletop related thing. Yep. It's so uh what 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 three asks do we have in our Tumblr ask box? Uh
0: if, yes, please, if we love receiving asks by the way, please send more or send us an email. But anyway it if you do send an ask or an email, we'll read them on the show. Yeah, or tweet, or tweet at us. At, yeah, tweet at us uh, or, you know, whatever. Whatever you want to do. So, we've got three asks. One of them two of them from anonymous, two of, and one of them is from our friend KP. Um, all right. Let's start with KP. KP asks favorite animation favorite animation medium or just any you want to talk about because they aren't well known. Um, I mean animation medium I I don't want to be cliche but I I just I really like traditional 2D animation because it's it's been around yeah. for so long it's it's evolved and become so perfected
2: you know Yeah um
0: but stop motion is a close second
2: Yeah I I have been growing more and more fond lately of the CG animation Mhm uh but There's a big asterisk there, and it's uh with uh specifically the way they're handling it over at Sony Animation, Mm. uh where they really it's actually funny. I I was thinking about this a lot, and uh because I I went off on a rant on a friend's Facebook post, um, uh they were talking about how much they loved uh mitchell's versus the machines which i still haven't gotten to see because i don't have netflix i
0: kind of want to watch it myself it looks it looks fun i like the
2: style oh i definitely want to see it that that looks great um Mm -hmm. i just don't have netflix so yeah um uh but he was also talking about uh he was basically like Sony's like blowing it out of the park between Spider Verse and this. Yeah, they are, and and other people were like chiming, in, like, "Nah, you're stupid. Uh, don't 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 doubt Disney. Blah blah blah, whatever." And it's like Ugh. Disney has different goals than Sony. Mm-hmm. Disney cares about having a unified brand identity. Since since the Little Mermaid, they have. Every once in a while, they ventured a little bit away from that Glen Keane look, but they always returned to it. And never they never strayed that far. The farthest they ever get, got is, like, Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. Uh, you could argue in favor of uh, Hercules, because it has more of, like, a that sort of, like, Greek pottery look to it. But it's still, like, with the 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 lens of glen keen and uh you could also argue for uh atlantis and uh treasure planet but those still also have some real glen keenness it's still it's that disney stink um on them even though they don't quite look like what we normally consider disney
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh they, they they want to lock down that style and have that brand synergy and it, it's they're in the business of nostalgia basically mm-hmm. and and they yeah uh sony they kind of don't care yeah they kind of do whatever um, yeah um they they want to have a presence in the movie industry which is why they have a movie sony pictures uh but they make more money off of tvs and playstations and 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 CDs and, and shit like that. Yeah. Than they do off their movies. Which is why unlike Disney they're not constantly
0: meddling in their animation department.
2: Yes. I mean there's definitely some uh like movie exec input there, but there's no Sony big execs. There's no apparent the the
0: gra- Sony. The Grand Wizards of
2: Disney. Yeah. Um But the important difference there is they let the directors put their own stink on it rather than the Disney stink or the Sony stink or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so you wind up with even something that you could say is a more cynical commercial film like uh, Hotel Transylvania. But that thing still oozes Gendi Tartakovsky in the way the characters move and their noodliness that that that's pure game whatever you want to say about trans hotel
0: transylvania and it's fucking three sequels one thing i will never say that's ba- bad about trans- hotel transylvania is that it's lifeless it has so much energy
2: yeah um
0: uh, so thank you the second the, oh. the
2: sequels weak the third one's strong yeah i have high hopes for the fourth hmm. uh that just got announced um so, thank you for that question a P. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh but but yeah, uh generally I would say two D traditional, but I, I've been starting to feel strong feelings about CG lately. I have a soft spot for stop motion, personally. Of course, same. Uh but yeah. th- th- I mean, short answer there's no one style of animation I love more than any other. Yeah. At this point in time. Um
0: let's see. Anonymous asks, Have you considered covering some video games with particularly impressive traditional animation styles, such as Cuphead? Um,
2: no, but that's an interesting question. Um, if we did, it would have to be not so, I I, I feel like that's its own episode. It's its own episode or it's a different format. Totally. It it's a stream. It's a live stream. Yeah, I think where that, we play through some cuphead or some like Hollow Knight or something. I think that's like a in
0: uh, blue skying here. From I think that's a Patreon goal on for a stream. You know, it might.
2: I I mm, uh, mm, I'm, bl- no, I'm blue skying here. I'm vetoing that. Uh, no, that that's not a Patreon goal. That's just a. If I feel like it, goal. Alright. Because um, uh, I genuinely have no desire to play Cuphead. Uh, I mean, you don't have to beat I... it. Yeah, I know. I just have no desire to play it. I'll play it. I don't really care for side-scrollers. I'll play it. Um, Okay. Um, Especially if you're paying me. Well, whatever. Anyway, what's the next one?
0: Um. Last question, anonymous asks: This is a question uh, that I felt like was coming eventually. But what is one cartoon that was canceled too early that you want that you would bring back? There are plenty. We've had many discussions on the show about shows that were canceled before their time. Yeah. I'm torn between two different ones. Okay. I'm torn between Motor City and Symbionic Titan.
2: I mean, the yeah. Um like
0: both of them got the like such a raw deal. Yeah. Especially Symbiote Titan because Symbiote Titan it's season 1 ends on a story cliffhanger.
2: Yeah, that
0: yeah. Yeah, Symbion Titan um Green Lantern also comes to mind because it it's some of its storylines weren't ever resolved. And that really hmm. sucks. Um, but I I think Symbionic Titan and uh Motor City are like the two big ones for me personally. Um, the original Teen Titans animated show. I'm sad that they-
2: that did not get cut too soon. It didn't get that, cut that, too that... soon,
0: but they were they were gonna do more.
2: Yeah, Uh yeah I, whatever, um.
0: I mean, it doesn't say cut to... Like, the question is, if you, you bring back anything that was cancelled, really.
2: Fair enough. Uh,
0: DuckTales. <laughs>
2: um.
0: uh. Yeah. But also, um. not really. DuckTales had a satisfying enough ending, for me.
2: I'm having a hard time, because, like, Motor City's the easiest answer. It It's the... One that came to my mind first, but I'm also like having a hard time remembering what other cartoons didn't get more than a season. Um, um, Uh. I don't know. Uh,
0: That's a good question. I mean, if I could go back in time and make it so this make it so okay, K.O. got more seasons.
2: Yeah, that that would be one that I would have really liked. Thundercats reboot? Nah, I don't feel that strongly. Uh, I would have liked to have seen where it could have gone, because it did not finish, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was real incensed about that when it got cancelled. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm... Because
0: <sighs> some of them have come back.
2: Yeah, there was a period of time where I would have said Extreme Ghostbusters, but I, I think that actually had more than enough. Uh, as much as I loved it and I would like more, I think that had enough. Um, yeah. For sure.
0: Um, I think those are all the, the big ones, really. I mean, th- some of the ones we mentioned actually ended up coming back. Like fucking Samurai Jack and um, yeah, Young Justice came back, too. I mean, although I never watched Young Justice, don't at me. I didn't like
2: it. I, I I I didn't
0: like how it come, came back. Um, yeah. After Young Justice came back, I was like, maybe a chance other shows could come back, and which which is could be fair. That's true.
2: If if Young yeah. Justice
0: can come back, it's possible for anything to come back.
2: Yeah. Uh oh oh. Venture Brothers. I mean, they're getting the they're movie, getting the movie. But... They're getting the movie fine yeah the thing is with venture brothers though like it, it didn't have an end in sight they they there's always some new thing that popped up with venture brothers and as long as the creators still wanted to make more i'd still be down with watching more yeah I, um
0: i'm glad they're getting the movie though
2: yeah i i ain't watched it in a while but i always liked uh brad neely's uh china illinois hmm uh it got three seasons, so it's not like it got short shrifted, but wait. No, I know. I just
0: Super Robot Monkey Team, actually.
1: Okay. Super
0: Robot Monkey Team ends on a cliffhanger and
2: it's such a bummer. It's Yeah, okay. It's I think the answer has to be anything that ends on a cliffhanger. Anything that ends on like an actual cliffhanger?
0: is, yeah. Simba, like, I love Motor City, but at least Motor City had some kind of, like, finality to its season one ep- of it, ep- the episode of season one, episode of season one. Yeah. But uh, Simba and, like, Titan and, uh, freaking uh, Monkey Team, just, like, they end on cliffhangers, and it sucks. Yeah. It really sucks. Yeah. I'm always angry every time Uh, I watch Super Monkey Team again and remember that that's where that show ended. (laughs) It's a real bummer, man. Yeah. And that
2: show's never coming back. No, no. I I think you and maybe five other people might be the only people who remember that show. No. Because I forget, the only time I remember it exists is when you mention it.
0: Mhm. It was
2: a part of a lot of people's childhoods.
0: People who were of
2: the Jedix yeah. generation. You see, I was. I was watching Jedix. I just every time I saw that coming on, I'd be like, Alright, let's see what's on Comedy Central.
0: Well that's your problem. Like
2: Yeah. It <laughs>
0: sounds like a you problem. Yeah. Uh... I think that's about it. But I mean well all, all I was gonna say earlier was um this is not show, but I really wish that the um, Cartoon Network Movie Studios had stuck around and we had gotten that Powerpuff Girls movie trilogy we were
2: promised. Honestly. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have minded that. Especially since uh, that movie's great, actually. I still haven't seen it. Oh, it's so good. It's a great
0: movie. It's got great animation and it's like the I,
2: I never felt super attached to Powerpuff Girls
0: well that's um, again that sounds like a you problem
2: that's a me problem yeah <laughs> yeah uh yeah that's, a, that's pretty much it I, I have a I have affection for it but it just
0: it's my favorite of the cartoon cartoons very good we'll, we'll have to talk about it at some point
2: yeah we will um Maybe this season. Who knows? Mm. Uh, no, no.
0: We have to talk about the CW show. What are we doing here? Hell no. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, th- that's. I think that's it.
2: I'm still not like happy. <laughs> like I, I don't like my answer. Like it. Oh, I kind of, I, I, I kind
0: of tried. Kind of stole the mic on some of them.
2: Yeah, no, that, that that's not the problem. It's like, I did not know where to go other than fucking Motor City from the start, but even then, like, yeah, that, that wraps it up nicely, and Symbionic Titan's also a big one, yeah. I feel like... Most of the cartoons I would like more of are the ones that probably had a good long run, but I somehow never got to see them, except maybe twice, like, I think I've seen the same 3 Johnny Bravo episodes 5 or 6 times and that's it. Oh man, Johnny Bravo is really funny as an adult. Yeah, like I I would I just I never got to see Johnny Bravo when it aired. I didn't know you could tell me I I see here it had 4 seasons. Mm-hmm. But as far as I am concerned, it had one season of five episodes, and that's it. Because those are the because I saw five episodes over and over.
0: I um, one of the funniest things I've ever seen in anything was from Johnny Bravo. And that's when he's like, he's in front of the mirror, and he's like, "Hello, nine one one. There's a handsome man in my house." Oh wait, that's just
2: me. that's me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love that shit. Cracks me up every yeah,
2: time. Yeah, jo- Johnny Bravo's great, but like that—that that, this is again another type of me problem that I just never got to fucking see. Well, the majority of it, can t- and I can, can rectify that. I can just—I—I I might just start watching. There's nothing the... stopping you. Yeah, fuck. I'm bookmarking this right now. I watch Johnny Bravo. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm literally just going through a list of cartoons right now, thinking like, what, what, "What's something I wish got more?" I don't know if uh, th- there was. I'm still waiting on the next season of Dragon Prince. I don't know if that it's ever. Wait, hold on. Wait, are you are you serious? It's, it's got like three seasons. Yeah, I'm waiting on the next one. Oh, okay, I think I feel like the the third season happened like. 2019 or something? Hmm. Um, well, I mean... And, and the wait between the second season and the third season was not that long. It came out November 22nd, 2019. Yeah. Now,
0: you gotta remember about the panorama. COVID. The panorama. Yeah. Yeah. The COVID, yeah. Yeah, you know, the, the the troubles.
2: Yeah, that... that... Yeah. Yeah. Um. Always gotta remember that whenever anything gets delayed. Yeah, but yeah, there's a lot of like episodic stuff that just be like, I'd be down for some new jokes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's it. All right. Okay. Uh, thank Uh, you for your questions, everyone. Yeah, I'll try to be more concise and less wibbly wobbly in the future. Uh, Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey sure yeah uh so yeah until next time don't be a jackass we'll see you then bye Day? I guess. B-b-b-barian.